7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer-to-computer contact. It is an easiest idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. I've got a special. As God is my witness. I thought turkeys could fly. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Tradition here on Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. That's right. The soul thanksgiving drop that i have in my arsenal of thrills as god is my witness i thought turkeys could fly from the classic wkrp (laughs) in cincinnati turkey drop episode and uh and it's you know krp special place on my heart wkrp kenneth ray picklesheimer see uh and of course uh rain and bobber are on vacation all week this week but uh joe and i are here and uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. And we're more electric tonight because I did some of my outside decorating. Ah, very nice, very nice. I so, used electric lights. Ooh, not gas-powered lights. You're not gaslighting no, anybody. No, <laughs> Up until last year, I, I used to put candles on them. But <laughs> oh, there you go. And <laughs> I have to go and light them every every night. And of course, <laughs> yeah, that's fun. And of course, you got a really long. Uh, you got to have a really long uh, um, uh, match for that. So, <laughs> but uh, but anyway, uh, since uh, Bob and Rain are out this week, uh, they've been gracious enough to help us out in this busy holiday week. Uh, the dynamic duo, the Dream Team from Port St. Lucie, Florida, the Rogue DM from Mike Check Radio, Michelle Lagon. Hello. Yes. Hello, glad to be here. Excellent, glad to have you. And of course, uh, your uh, your Miles half. Uh, since yes. I say the your Bobber half <laughs> to to rain, <laughs> your Miles half. Uh, he's miles away from you. Uh, miles Lagon, Port St. Lucie, Florida. The the Galaxy Master. He's not rogue though. I don't think. I think he's very. He's a very stable genius. Galaxy uh, Master. Yes, yes, and I have so. freshly scrubbed email servers too. Oh, okay, good. Oh dear lord. So yeah, it's been it's been bonkers this week already. And I I I told uh Joe, Michelle and Miles before we started the show, I just can't. Cuz I'm I'm not thankful for that asshole and I want to be thankful for something this week and he makes it so goddamn hard. <laughs> And we have, uh, you know, just all the dumb shit he's been saying, pissing off, you know, uh, career military people, uh, giving interviews that are just, you know, those of the mentally diseased. Um, and and now, uh, oh, lock her up, lock her up, lock her up, Ivanka Trump, private email server uh, to, to do government business on. You know, well, oh, 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 so many people on the right will tell you how much different that is than what Hillary did. Ooh. 
Oh my god, I hate I hate so much right now. Uh, I, I want to have thankfulness and love in my heart this week. <laughs> if, if I may, um, when dealing with such individuals, just first thing you do, you just agree. It's just like, oh yeah, what Hillary did, I know what you're saying. And uh, just like what happened to Hillary, we should have an investigation. Sure. Watch how fast they backpedal. Oh well, 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 you. Oh uh, uh, well, nothing that Ivanka sent was classified. Well, that's what she says, and you know let's, what let's a you know you know what a Trump's word is worth. Uh, what's the opposite of gold? I don't know, monkey shit. Um, <laughs> you know. Uh, you, are, you are right. Let's let's put her under oath and exonerate her from whatever she's accused of. Uh, let's do it. I'm ready. Oh. <laughs> So and then get these people anyway. And, go ahead. and then we've got the, the the fucking big dirty asshole uh, out in uh, the yep, big dirty asshole uh, out in um, Paradise, California, calling it Pleasure, California, repeatedly after well, they dozens of they call it both dozens of people died, and he can't even get the fucking name of the city right. What? Oh. Uh, uh, they call it both. Sometimes they call it pleasure. So I wasn't wrong. <laughs> wow, Stormy living rent free in his head. Is that what's going on? Mm, yeah. uh, <laughs> so and then yeah, the late breaking news tonight. Oh yeah, what's that? Oh, the uh, late break. The bombshell. The New York Times just dropped. Oh God Almighty! Yeah, so go that, ahead. Go ahead. Oh, that that in April, Trump told McGahn he wanted the Justice Department to prosecute James Comey and and uh, Hillary Clinton. <sighs> and they had to stop him. Uh, I mean, it just uh, blew it, it just blew MSNBC off off the rails tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, uh, did you hear about the letter from his attorneys saying yes. that Trump can't be impeached because he wasn't legally elected because of Russian interference and there's no mechanism in our justice system to remove somebody who was appointed unjustly. <laughs> what, what the hell? What? No, no. What? It was in the New Yorker. That's their argument? It okay, was in now my, now there my was, eye is twitching. Yeah. There, <laughs> the, I, I, I mean, it's... it's yeah. So I mean, that's I that's their argument. He's not really president, thus you can't impeach him. That I I, I saw that. I saw that before well, that makes, we, we started that makes the show. Sense. <laughs> you can't impeach somebody who isn't isn't president. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let me let me uh, let me find this real quick uh, because I know I saw this thing before. Unless I had some kind of insane fever dream. Um. <laughs> that I just saw this uh, earlier. Yeah, uh, the New Yorker. The New Yorker. Here it is. Uh, God damn it. Never mind. Andy Borowitz. <laughs> That's how out of sorts I am. I didn't even look to see who wrote it. Somebody posted it. <laughs> but it's funny. You know what? Yeah. You just got onioned. That's what you yeah, well, and that's what happened to me too when I when I thought that Trump really thought the Oval Office was haunted. So, <laughs> I, I, never I mind for that one. 
That's okay. Yeah. Other people fell for it as well. So yeah. So anyway, never mind. I'm glad that got solved. Uh, it, but it seemed <laughs> it seemed wow. legit coming from these lunatics. Uh, so it, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. You know, uh, you got a hand of the Borowitz. He does come up with some things that are plausible. You know, it, it, but that's that's the thing with this administration, is that everything gets dumber and more surreal and more ludicrous every day. So it's it's hard to generally humor with this administration is just kind of repeating back what they do and say. I'm telling you the the uh, the monologue that uh, Stephen Colbert does every every night yeah. is nothing more than just reading his tweets. Yeah, I mean he doesn't even have to write much. It, it they write themselves. The jokes write themselves. Very true. And that's why I you know I never get pissed off or angry or anything. You know I know some people in the past have about like oh they're stealing my bit. They're stealing my bit. You know Saturday Night Live stole my bit. I mean. You know, like I did, you know, Singin' Jeff sessions on the show the other night, and then they did Singin' Jeff sessions on Saturday Night Live. It all kind of just makes sense. You know, it all just kind of falls into place. So, although I will say, I haven't heard of anybody talking about little Jeff sessions running around eating cat turds. Now, if somebody else does that, I'm going to be real suspect here. Um, but, uh, anyway, yeah. So anyway, my apologies, everybody. I got duped by Borowitz. Damn you, Borowitz. Um, but <laughs> yeah, that's one of those things you scroll through Facebook and it's like New Yorker. And then you just start reading. And then, uh, and of course I read the headline again and it says Andy Borowitz. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, so basically you know, it's like the the, and it's funny because we talked about this a little bit before we went on air. Because we're going to talk about, uh, you know, I couldn't have Michelle on Thanksgiving week and not talk about cooking and food. Yeah. Um. But so in so last night I was I was looking through different uh, different stuff, um, you know, different recipes and stuff, and I wanted to find some good recipes and I wanted to find some atrocious recipes. Oh, and boy, did I find some atrocious recipes. Uh, but because apparently Hellman's in Jello had some kind of evil satanic alliance in the the fifties, because like every other magazine ad was like, "Hell, ha, have this Hellman's Jello olive mold mm, with <laughs> with cut up hot dogs <laughs> in it," you know, <laughs> all the kids will come running. Uh, oh, <laughs> but Susan and I were Susan and I were talking about it, and, and we, we kind of developed this theory about the the Jello revolution of the '40s and '50s. And I think there were two factors. Uh, and Susan Susan came up with the first factor. She said, you know, people like in Victorian times were really obsessed with like making things out of aspic, which is a you know kind of gelatin because it you know comes from boiled bones and skin and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, it's gross, but you know, if, if it's, if it's hot in gravy, you're never going to know. Um, but you know, it, it coagulates on the top of, of, you know, food. It's, it's, it's a gelatin. It is a gelatin. And so she was like, well, maybe it's, you know, how, how, you know, there's like nostalgia in different periods for different, you know, other different periods about food. Maybe that was like kind of the rage. And I said, well, that too. And not only, not only that, but. 
in the in the forties and fifties, you you had like food companies just like you know we were finally coming out of a time where food was you know being rationed constantly because of World War Two and people had their little stamp books and everything for sugar and coffee and whatever and. And so I think the Jello is kind of a, a necessity, like an easy byproduct to make meals stretch. And sure, it became such a novelty item that they're like, "Well, hell, we can do anything we want with Jello." You know, who says it just has to be sweet, sweetened with artificial fruit flavoring? You know, let's suspend meats in it. <laughs> let's. <laughs> 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 I've never seen meat suspended in Jello. Oh, oh you haven't seen the Hellman's uh, things because no, no I'm not sure. I, not sure I want to. Oh my God, they're like they—they are—they're seriously like out of the Creature Compendium, you know. Um, or, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, they—they're—they're they're like you know the crazy Dungeons and Dragons monsters from the you know de- designers and artists who got really stoned to create monsters. Uh, and probably look through 1950s, uh, better, you know, better homes and gardens magazines. But, but yeah, so we were talking about that and, and, and I got to thinking about it. I was like, you know, the Trump administration is kind of the shitty jello mold of presidencies. It's like, yeah, not real food. The, you know, the, 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 there's no real substance there. You know, it, it melts away under the slightest bit of heat and pressure, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you know, and and it's wholly disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> you know, analogy. it's like a Jello mold with hair. Oh, yeah. Ugh. So anyway, that's uh, but yeah. Oh, and Katie Kaser said spam. Yes, I saw a spam, spam. Jello thing. Does, it, yeah, does a spam come in Jello, or some kind of gel? Oh, uh, well, aspic. I'm sure it has a little bit of you know that jelly on top. Mm. Yeah, it says that aspect. Yeah, that aspic <laughs> that aspect, aspect of aspect. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, same with cat food. That has that too. <laughs> well, I'm looking at some Jello recipes here. Mm-hmm. Uh, while we're talking about this. Um, oh, good. You found some. Yeah, lime, lemon, lime flavored, vinegar, onion, pepper, and one or two cups of your favorite veggies. Yum! Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> oh. Then, then there's this Jello roll. Oh, sounds uh, great. Made with tomato vinegar, and let's see, the green one pictured is mint and pineapple. Uh, the perfect compliment to a fine steak dinner. Yeah, right. The perfect oh, yeah. way to end end a, a fine steak dinner. Uh, yeah. <laughs> By the way, uh, you know, uh, product alert for everybody. This is off off topic, but uh, throw out your romaine lettuce if you have any. Yep. Oh yeah. The, uh, Let's toss it. The CDC has told us that all romaine lettuce in the universe is suspect. Hey, Suze, so do we toss. have any romaine lettuce? No, we just have baby kale. Okay, we just have baby kale. Uh, so, because okay. apparently it's all, right. all it's all tainted. Just wanted to check so we don't die. Restaurants so. can't serve it. Supermarkets wow. can't sell it. 
if you have it in your refrigerator, you got to toss it. And if you don't toss it, put it in your Jello mold. Oh, there you go. That sounds uh, that sounds really appealing. You know. Um, oh, here's one. Ring around the tuna. A Jello mold with tuna in the center. Oh yeah, yeah. They do oh, it with shrimp. Yeah. Get, get yourself a can wow. of shrimp. And then, then they make like tomato flavored, tomato flavored gelatin. Yeah, and then here's one crab salad jello. Yeah. Oh, there's so many. Yuck. Yeah, here's a turkey loaf made with jello. <laughs> oh, this one looks terrible. This one looks like the devil took a crap. <laughs> it's called tomato aspic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was in McCall's magazine lemon jello. Mm-hmm. Tomato juice, yeah. Jesus, hot sauce, and vinegar. Yes, I mean you could get waterboarded with that, and I'd tell you anything. Uh, how, well, how about how about this one? Cannot, yeah, oh, go I ahead. Understand go ahead. them thinking lemon would go well with tomato, but the problem is lemon jello is sweet. It's not. It's not the acidic lemon taste that. Oh, they didn't care about. They didn't care that about is that. Weird. Oh, it's it's disgusting. Um, yeah. Now here's a, here's a picture of something I just put in the chat room. This one this one's my personal favorite. Um, it is uh, called um, frozen jellied turkey vegetable salad. Let that sink in. Frozen jellied turkey vegetable salad. In case you're tired of that warm or hot turkey and vegetables. Oh. Help put them in Jello and freeze them, because that improves oh. the flavor of turkey oh. and vegetables so much. Oh yeah, and it has a nice little candle with the holly. Oh, oh yeah, it's nice. Yeah, I'd rather like that candle than than that mold. Oh, and it came from the cookbook, the 1975 cookbook, Carefree Cooking with Aluminum Foil. Oh wow! <laughs> that looks like turkey head cheese. It's horrible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. And then, of course, then they have all these ads on this page I'm looking at. It's like, have a camel cigarette after every course. <laughs> For digestion's sake, smoke camels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. That's that, that was uh, often a, a good idea in the uh, 40s and 50s. Smoke. Have a smoke after, after yeah. you had your bacon. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so this is... I'm going to huh? post the disgusting ass, tomato aspect. Oh yeah, Jello mold. Yeah, I, I'm gonna put that right in there. It's even worse than your turkey one. But <laughs> oh, well, I, I, there's one with Hellman's mayonnaise. This is this is one that I was talking about. Oh. Cranberry candles light up with real Hellman's mayonnaise, and uh, you use a, a can of cranberry sauce, um, berry flavored gelatin, lemon juice, salt. Hellman's mayonnaise, and one apple sliced, and some chopped walnuts. Because you know the texture of yeah. walnuts, Jello, and mayonnaise goes so well together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. I love. This is something like Good Mythical Morning would do. Yeah. Like, it's like, does does it Jello? <laughs> uh, well, here's the thing: walnuts contrasting against gelatin. It's just like, oh, okay, is there a bone in this? <laughs> you know? yeah. I didn't know Jello has a bone. I thought we got the boneless Jello, honey. Uh, <laughs> now, so, look at yeah. the one I posted. It has eyeballs. Oh, good, good. Let Looking me, uh... at you. Like three eyeballs. 
and um, some cucumber, oh, there it is. cucumber slices, but three eyeballs, which is something I never thought of putting in Jello. Yeah, that's very nice. That's uh, that's good. Oh God, what does Jay Collie have here? Oh, that's the shrimp and boiled egg one. Oh, it's gray. It's gray. Oh, oh. It, oh it has peas. Oh. oh. <laughs> Look at that. Oh my God. You know, you know when the alien alien egg opened up. Yeah, exactly. The face hugger came out. Face hugger. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's what was left behind. That's yeah. <laughs> that's face hugger placenta. Uh, <laughs> oh. I, I think oh. if I if I saw that at a table at a family dinner, I would get up and walk out. And I would throw it. I would say, "Who's re- who's responsible for this?" And I would throw it at. That's them. that's something that cousin Eddie would like to eat. <laughs> Good lord! Oh my god! Remember cousin Eddie and Christmas vacation? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's the kind of thing. That uh, or the the grandmother brought and it was leaking all over. Wow, <laughs> Jesus, that is awful. That looks hot. Although I've thrown things up, up a little up, bit, I, I think I'd slice up some uh, some banana slices into that. That would help. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> oh. I oh regurgitated better things, looking things in that. Yeah, really. Oh. I've shat better things. <laughs> 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 that looks. My- oh. I mean, so oh. gray. I mean, I can the tell peas. it's it's obviously the green of the peas being just kind of like you know muted by the jello. But just if looking at that thumbnail in the chat that Jay Collie put in, it just looks gray with an infestation of something in it. <laughs> it looks like you know it. It actually looks like a little bit like 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 one of those sea. What do they call uh, sea anemones? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that you see, they show, you know, floating on the floor of the ocean. An enemy. Like that's where that should be. An enemy. Yeah. An enemy. My my cat has hairballs that are more appetizing than that. Oh my lord! Yeah, that looks a little organic too, doesn't it? Let me get back to mine. Mine aren't even that disgusting, dear lord. It looks like they had a colonoscopy and they found that. Oh, good Lord. I mean, holy shit, they would send you right to the hospital. Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry, sir, but we found polyps, peas, <laughs> and shrimp in your Well, home. I got I got one for everybody. You wanna you wanna change you wanna change things up for Thanksgiving this year? I got the perfect solution to you you tired of turkey? Well, you know, here's here's something I'm gonna post in the chat room right now. Why not make your spam go further and make spam birds? <laughs> oh. Spam birds. You Basically, you take a couple slices of spam, or as many slices of spam as you'd like, and you curl them over, put stuffing in them, pinch them closed with toothpicks, and serve with peas and sweet potatoes and a sprig of parsley. <laughs> oh. Spam oh. birds. okay we got i got one here okay it's it's cabbage jello oh yeah that's that's nice this is disgusting this is disgusting i think we're all gonna throw up before the end of this segment yeah this is that's that's good you see oh wow it looks like somebody's head was severed 
<laughs> Good Lord. And, and they scrambled his brains, and it's transparent. And threw in a couple bird necks, bird nests for extra, me- extra, uh, <laughs> yeah. extra and texture. And there's a bird nest on top. Yeah, <laughs> or, that's, or that's a Trump wig. I'm not sure. Yeah, that, it but. just could be. You know, actually, isn't that what Kathy Griffin was holding up? Um, <laughs> yeah, in that it, picture. That's it. That's, it was the picture of this Jello mold. Yeah, <laughs> it looks See, little, nothing it looks to be alarmed Christmas. about. It's got like a bell shape. Yeah, but the cabbage. You know, I don't know cabbage and Jello goes just yeah, not much see. in jello go well together i don't know what was wrong with these people i really don't it was i mean it, they, they just went insane how about this one how about th- this is crazy it, it, let's get into holiday beverages i'm sure everybody's had one of these um <laughs> for for thanksgiving or christmas or whatever i'm gonna post the link in the the picture in the chat room again um but yeah how would everybody like a hot Dr. Pepper for Christmas for Thanksgiving? That's right. Oh. Hot Dr. Pepper. It says, uh, happy holiday idea. A cup of good cheer. That's Dr. Pepper served hot. It's a deliciously different, easy to prepare. Just heat Dr. Pepper or diet Dr. Pepper in a saucepan until steaming hot. Then pour over a thin slice of lemon, and you're dreaming of happy holidays. Join the proud crowd and enjoy hot Dr. Pepper. Oh, boo. Why ruin uh, Dr. Pepper? That's I'm, wrong. I'm dreaming, but I don't. it's more like a nightmare. That's wrong. <laughs> oh, wow. It, that picture doesn't even look like Dr. Pepper. It's so clear looking. No, it doesn't. Ah. Uh, just, That's- yeah. Oh, I just found a Jello. Oh, that looks like the blob. Remember when the blob was eating everything up and it had everything stuck yes. to it? Yes. Yes, I just found they have a Jello mold for that. Oh, good. Yeah, L- early see. action uh, figure. A little, yeah. Here's a little blob action figure. <laughs> Jello mold. <laughs> there you go. Look oh, at that. That's... It's just like picking shit up off the table. <laughs> it's like the first Swiffer. So yeah, it's like like nothing. It's all everything's like gravitating to it. You know, it's, like, it's like it's like sucking stuff up. The full it's like fruit, almost a black hole of Jello. The full fruit souffle salad, and I don't know what that product is. That oh, it's man. That's mayonnaise. Best Foods mayonnaise that they're using in there. Oh, you know what I just thought of? Mayonnaise Could you and Jello. Coating, coating that with Vegemite. Oh, boy. oh, good lord! <laughs> it would that then it would be like something else from an Alien, and it would burn a hole through the floor. Uh, I know. <laughs> you could use it to break open safes. <laughs> you know, just put it around the around the sure lock and just use let it, it fuse right through. Get a Q-tip; it'll take a wart right off for you. Oh, did somebody just put so. a kielbasa? Oh, oh man! Are you kidding me? It looks like, it looks like oh. hot dogs. Oh. Heather. Oh, okay. Oh, Heather. Oh, oh sausage gel. Oh, my oh, God. i got to close that. That is terrible. Oh, now, that now, looks like a colon. 
It does. It looks like somebody just put, just had a colon resection. You know, they just just let's just stick these two pieces oh. together. Oh, here, Adam. Adam in the chat room says, uh, rather than drink hot Dr Pepper, he'd rather drink hot horse piss. Well, I'll tell you what, Adam. Next time we get together, I'll get some hot <laughs> horse piss and I'll get some hot Dr Pepper and I'll put them on the <laughs> table and I'll drink the hot Dr Pepper. Oh yeah, if I you insist. This. I like that. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I think Adam would. I think I think you would rather drink hot Dr Pepper. Uh, let's have a prune party. <laughs> oh God! Drink <laughs> <laughs> a prune party. Are you? All right, me? you guys keep going with that in the chat room. We'll come back and we'll read from the different. We'll this read from the different thing. things. Yeah, it's gonna be. Almonds it's gonna be skippy. Oh, it's yeah, gonna well, be harrowing. That's all right. We do have some good recipes to talk about, so we'll 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 see what happens. You know what I haven't seen? Did you ever have pig? Did you ever hear of pig knuckles? Oh yeah, pickled yeah. pig's feet. Pickled pig, yeah, pig knuckles. They call them. Yeah, it's disgusting. Go good with Jello <laughs> and almonds mayonnaise. And and I think maybe a touch of vanilla ice cream. I gotta breathe deep and go pace around for a little bit <laughs> no. because. I just ate a while ago, and this is not settling very well. Uh, so, anyway, <laughs> let's go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's uh, let's uh, play Home Cooking by Bobber for the break. <laughs> so, uh, everybody, go go have a glass of water and baking soda. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody. You can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to... Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Thanks up, everybody, for walking more!
Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media right here on Indie Media Weekly. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Yeehaw! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! What a worth it's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome back to it. I think I'm better now, but oh my God, I just looked up gross jello recipes. Don't Google that. <laughs> Oh, my God. They broke out the fish molds. Oh. <laughs> I, I was you know, just looking at the one you. I think you were on, 19 Strange Thanksgiving Ideas. Uh, maybe. The one, this was, uh, <laughs> they have an advertisement, old gold cigarettes with a turkey. Yeah, yeah, I, I did see that one. So, yeah, old the, gold. The, the best one. Yeah, that's sort of the one with the spam things. But the best one was mayonnaise, jello, and cranberry sauce candles. Candles, yeah, yeah. You actually set, you eat them while they're on fire. 
So, uh, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I think you're. Gonna... I don't know if I if I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Michelle Lagan, Port St. Lucie, from Mike Check Radio. Welcome back. Thank you for having me. You are very welcome. And uh, also, Miles Lagan, Port St. Lucie, also from Mike Check Radio on loan. Talent on loan from Adam Hebert. Yes, such talent. And uh, I did. I know we're trying to stay away from politics. I did have one question. We don't have to do it. I was just just thought I'd you know we can take a break from this disturbing mental image stuff. Yeah, it could I, be good for a minute here. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, real quick, a rehash. Last week, the office of the first lady. Um, oh, you might want to get your buzzer ready, Kenny. Just saying. So sure. last week, the office of the first lady. Um, uh, tried to fire or suggested that a, a deputy officer of the Security Council or some such should mm-hmm. have no longer have the honor to work. And if she tried to get him, this individual fired. And the Office of the First Lady, of course, does not have this power. It is strictly the, you know, the Office of the President. He, he decides who hires and fires, or the Chief of Staff, or what have you. And so, Melania, being who she is, and in a position, not having any real power at least not mm-hmm. that kind of power so my question is do you think that after daddy fired this individual for her that melania was so grateful that she gave some you know let's say the presidential you know mushroom <laughs> got a little attention <laughs> that you think that's possible no all two inches of it no. 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 Seriously, can we go back to talking about fish-shaped Jello? <laughs> yes, like like you said, parents on loan. Oh, You're welcome. Oh, oh my uh, God! I, yeah. That didn't go over well. There are no LOLs in the chat. Oh. <laughs> you should oh. be in the penalty box for that, Miles. You're yeah. Horrible. Okay. <laughs> um, this is uh, mushrooming out of control. Uh, so. Anyway, uh, now let's actually let's let's talk about because I'm seriously getting a little nauseous looking at all that stuff. So I'm not going to be in the chat room for a few minutes. Uh, yeah, but, because Kat just posted two more that are absolutely horrible. So, uh, so I'm gonna I, I I found some interesting recipes. I'm gonna try and do uh, one thing I'm doing for Thanksgiving this year uh, is something I've never done before, and apparently this is a big southern recipe for dressing not stuffing stuffing goes in the bird if it's in a pan it's dressing everybody i learned that lesson so i I saw many videos where they're like it's dressing if it's not in the bird and i found a a recipe for uh cornbread chicken stuffing okay and it looks magnificent and i'm gonna do that because we're actually we're making chickens this year too we're not doing turkey because I'm sick to death of turkey, uh, and um, but the the cornbread. So last night I made a big pan of cornbread and let it cool down. Put it in a big zipper bag, and apparently you do it just like you know, crumble it up like regular bread crumbs, and add some regular bread to it. I have some wheat and some white bread. I'm gonna toast up and add to it, and. Um, what you're supposed to do is add the the well it, it's it's really a wet mixture too because apparently you have to bake it for a while 
And I've seen variations on it where people use like different Campbell's soups in it, like cream of celery and cream of chicken and cream of mushroom and uh, some straight up where they just use chicken stock in it. So I might do a combination of both. I know that, you know, that's kind of a, um, a cooking sin for foodies to use, uh, you know, I'm not a foodie. I'm, I'm, you know, but I, I just like to make food and I don't mind shortcuts. So, uh, you know, in Campbell's, I use Campbell's products. I'm not going to lie. I'm not Mr. Fancy Pants in the kitchen. Um, and so I'm going to use, uh, I got one of each of those cream soups that I mentioned. I'm going to boil or crock pot a whole chicken, take the meat from that whole chicken, set it aside to mix in with the stuffing. And, and then you do your holy trinity of onion, um, onion, celery. I'm going to do like red and orange and yellow peppers. And, uh, then, you know, you saute all that till it's clear, mix all that in, put your seasonings in it add the soups and then you add a shitload of eggs and some people add milk some people just add chicken stock but they make it so it's almost like almost like as runny as like pancake batter or like a really thick soup and apparently you bake that for like two hours or something like that and it's supposed to be magnificent so uh, after you add your chicken and everything too, so that's something I'm gonna try and I and and I've wanted to try different things and I usually do something a little different every year. You know, last couple of years I've talked to you, Michelle. You you know I kind of try to mix it up a little bit. Yeah. And I found this one article that kind of aggregated a whole bunch of different recipes that looked really good. And if ever there was a cause to get a deep fryer. This one is the reason. And um, let me let me find the uh, actual recipe here. It's uh, fried mashed potato balls. Oh my God, how awesome does that sound? I mean, everybody loves the idea of the uh, the deep fried turkey, but what if you just had a deep fried side dish and you don't endanger the lives of your loved ones and make deep fried mashed potato balls and they have like bacon and cheese and you know garlic oh, and, oh. and panko crumbs and uh you know so miles you're you you're liking that idea well michelle made i, I this oh, oh our our thanksgiving was last saturday and uh-huh. she already made a mashed potato with very uh hard cheddar cheese mm. sharp a sharp cheddar cheese and bacon bacon bit oh no did you use full bacon hon you just diced it up yeah, yeah, freshly cooked bacon that was oh, nice. chilled and diced oh, up. Oh, yep. man. Yeah, nice. she puts that in there, and I just... Mm. So mm. you could essentially do the same kind of mashed potatoes there, Michelle, except maybe you know roll them around in panko and fill them a little bit more and deep fry and make little mashed potato balls. Yeah, that actually sounds like a good idea. You know, kind of like mash, like like potato pancakes, but yeah. fry them instead. Kind of a, yep. a hybrid between potato pancakes and tater tots. So... Yep. Um, this one I thought would be really fun to do with leftovers. Pardon me. Um, this is also in, uh, and I'll, I'll post the, uh, the good housekeeping, uh, one and it's turkey sliders with stuffing biscuits, which sounds really good. And they're garnished with, uh, they're basically like 
the regular old turkey sandwich where people do like mayonnaise and cranberry sauce. I'm I'm not that big on putting cranberry sauce and mayonnaise together, but I'd try it on one of these. Um, but they they look nice. It looks like you just basically press your stuffing into a muffin tin or something, or maybe I don't know I don't know if they, if they do something different, but um, yeah, you make basically turn your stuffing into little buns for ground up turkey, mixed with some other seasoning and vegetables and stuff, and make a little burger patty out of it. And there you go. That's a fun way to do leftovers. Um, <clears throat> I, I don't know any anybody here fans of green bean casserole. Not so much. Green beans are not my thing. Michelle, I forget uh, if you do you like that green bean casserole. Uh, I prefer my green beans uncooked. So no, I'm not a big gotcha. green bean casserole fan. Joe, you ever a fan of that stuff? Uh, when it's in a dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one looks nice because I, there's a variation on it where they actually just cover it with onion rings, like real onion well, rings. Now that, yeah. Now that might be. Oh, not the deep fried ones. Not the the French's, you know, little crispy ones. They actually just covered this sucker with with real onion rings. Oh. Uh. You know, if I was on an island and I had nothing to eat, <laughs> threw onion rings on top it of it next to a glass of hot horse piss, or <laughs> I, might, I might, I might use the horse piss to swig it down. <laughs> All right, well, that one not so not such a hit. This one, I actually think I'm going to try, Michelle. Um, we'll see how much ambition I have, but they have a pumpkin pecan bread pudding. Oh, that sounds yummy! Doesn't that sound fun? Yeah. So. Um, and basically I, I think it has like a butter bourbon, um, sauce to put over it. And cause we have fresh pumpkin and we have pecans. I might have to get a better bread than what I have. Um, because everything I have is just kind of like dumb sandwich bread. Not going to really, um, fly, but I might try this. I might try this. It seems simple enough and I love pecans and I love pumpkin and that could be some, some nice moist uh, uh, bread pudding. So, uh, oh, another like one. Uh, no, what's that? That's good. Yeah. That looks good. And another one we're going to try is Susan has done this, uh, but we're going to do this Thanksgiving variation on this one. Uh, we're going to do a roasted cauliflower, um, which I'm kind of excited about because this one. Uh, let me see. I love this. It's like, you know, I click on these recipes and they're like, do you want to subscribe? You know? And then it's like, or, and then they have the really passive aggressive thing that you can click on. It says, no, I hate great ideas in the kitchen. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. No, I just don't want a fucking onslaught in my inbox. Like I already have a bunch of dumb websites saying, check it out. Wieners and coleslaw, you know, (laughs) uh, that was a bad example, but, (laughs) uh, no, I great ideas. (laughs) So, uh, uh, but yeah, so this has, this has basically, it's a, a one large head of cauliflower with butter, salt, pepper, whole garlic, cloves, sage, thyme, rosemary, and then it has a vegetarian gravy for it. But I'm just going to use my regular gravy, and um, but basically bake this sucker for 
like an hour to an hour and 30 minutes after you baste it with butter and spices. And um, that could be quite delicious, I think. You know, yeah, to get looks, get more vegetables on the side. Looks like a brain. Looks but, like uh, a brain. Yeah. <laughs> but a, a uh, Neanderthal brain. But yeah, a brain nonetheless. Yeah. Uh, with a little crispiness on it. But yeah, you know. Like, you know, it was dropping acid right before sure. you threw it in the oven. But, you know, a good way to get more uh, more vegetables on the table. And then there's actually another one in here, uh, speaking of vegetables, because we're going to do Brussels sprouts, mashed potato casserole. That sounds delicious. I'm not going to, but it looks like it has bacon on it. Um, savory baked See, apple. anything with bacon is easy. Yeah. Because it's good. Of course. So, uh, especially jello with bacon in it. So, well, there mayonnaise, are tomato, <laughs> tomato aspect. Uh, savory, <laughs> yeah. savory baked apples with sausage stuffing. See, I like that because I, I, I like you know, uh, apples are nice with uh, you know, with pork. So I think that that could that could be good. Um, yeah, pork apple so Yeah, okay. So, uh, but that, that one looks fun. And then, but this is the one I'm going to try here, Michelle. It's the bacon and cheese Brussels sprout casserole. Sounds interesting. Yeah. Mm. So basically I, I heard miles grown. Do you hate Brussels sprouts too? I'd rather eat the green beans. <laughs> yeah. I don't, love, need, I don't eat Brussels sprouts. I love, bur- I love them. I'm a huge fan. Well, this one, Joe, it, basically you bake them, you fry up some mm-hmm. bacon, but I have ham. I have some ham that I'm going to use for our sauerkraut this year. That's can- that's Canadian bacon. Uh, yeah, basically. Uh, but I have some ham, so I'm going to I'm gonna use a Brussels sprouts with ham, onion, and uh, do some uh, grated Parmesan cheese over top of them, a little bit of olive oil, and, uh, you know, some seasonings, and just... Put them in a little casserole dish and let them go. Let them go to town. So uh, that's what I'm going to try. Um, I and, like Brussels sprouts right out of the box. Yeah, I like them frozen. raw, too. Frozen? Suck them frozen. <laughs> Put, no, but they come in the, the steamer bag, and I, I have them a lot. They have a nice... Uh, I like the steamer bags. Yeah, I, I, they have a nice taste to them. I just put a little garlic salt on them, and they're fine. Yeah, yeah, I like getting the fresh ones, too, and a little trick for anybody out there, if you've never heard any of our cooking shows where we talk about Brussels sprouts, um, sometimes whole Brussels sprouts cooked can get bitter, uh, but if you just trim off the very bottom just a little bit, just a little slice, about as, not even as thick as a dime, and then take um, your knife and make a small X about mm, a third of the way through the stem of the uh, Brussels sprout, when you cook them, all the bitterness goes out, and they're beautiful, bright green and vibrant, and the cooking time goes down on it, too. So <clears throat> you can steam them or boil them, bake them, you know, roast them in a skillet, whatever. Uh, but, yeah, so that's uh, – uh, there you go. Um, and uh, let me see. I think I might have a couple more recipes on here. Um, I, oh, I like this one. Um Orange glazed Brussels sprouts and butternut squash. I know there's a whole bunch of people out there hating on Brussels sprouts right now, um, but uh, but I think butternut squash and Brussels sprouts with pecans and um, 
an orange glaze with some orange zest in there that could be really nice so uh now this one i think is a clever a clever recipe a twist on apple pie and i don't know how exactly they do it i'm assuming they make like uh i don't know they probably use flour tortillas or something but they make they basically made apple pie salsa and cinnamon sugar chips doesn't that sound good Mm-hmm. Basically, basically, they they cook the apples like you do apple pie filling with you know some sugar, some cinnamon, you know nutmeg, all that. They just put it in a bowl, and then they have these little cinnamon sugar chips. And I'm assuming they're they're probably flour tortillas that are gently fried or something, and coat them in cinnamon sugar, and there you've got you know a deconstructed apple pie snack. What do you think about mm. that, Michelle? I think it sounds cool. Very yummy. Yeah. Put a so, spot of a of vanilla ice cream on that. Oh yeah. Yeah, why not? Oh, Put yeah. that like sour cream, you know? Yeah. So uh yeah, I, I'm down with that. So um and uh let me see. So that's something I might try down the road. Uh I'm gonna skip over that one. Uh pumpkin pie popsicles. Sounds interesting and weird, but I would try that. Um I'm gonna keep trucking here. Uh, chipotle shells and cheese potato skins. So basically, you take mm. a, a a potato skin, scoop it out, and then you make shells and cheese with bacon, chipotle, green onions, and then you fill the potato skin with the shells and cheese, and warm that up, and uh, and have a little twist on mac and cheese and potato skins. Oh my! Sound good to you, Miles? That that does sound evil. Yeah, <laughs> that, that does. I have to. Yeah. So that that's a fun little. You know, again, I, I just like these fun little twists on on different things. Because mac and cheese is really big uh, in a lot of Southern families for um, for Thanksgiving. So, and I've done it. I've done it before. But man, that stuff is. If you make it right, if you make like real Southern mac and cheese. It is so bad for you. <laughs> it's like, you know, glancing at it will give you a minor heart palpitation, <laughs> you know. Um, and uh, uh, let me see. Um, you garnish that with a stint. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, and uh, I think we're almost done. I like this. Honey roasted sweet potatoes with a honey dip. So that that's a fun, you know. I you know, I love adding extra sweetness, like brown sugar or something like that, to sweet potatoes. But they they basically cubed them up and they they tossed them in honey and they made a honey dip for them, which sounds really good. I don't know. Are you guys sweet potato fans? I am. I am, I am not. Um, I like them as fries. Yeah. But not really as, as as mashed up and eaten in that way. So gotcha. I like them. I like them, and and they're actually, if you're diabetic like me, uh, sweet potatoes are better for you. Good sugar. Uh, yeah, yeah. Nice. It's, they're better than a, a a regular white potato, or a red potato for that matter. Very nice. Less yes. starch, I would say, to turn into sugar, right? Yeah, it's more like a. It's more more. Uh, I'm the, leaning toward the vegetable away from the carb kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And uh, the one of the last things here, uh, 
I've done a I've done whole berry cranberry sauce before here, but there's a recipe here for a red wine cranberry sauce. And I think that would be really nice. I think that the you know the the earthy earthiness of red wine with the bitter kind of tartness of uh uh cranberries and then the different seasoning uh, you know like spices or um uh, cinnamon and it looks like they have some like orange rind in it and stuff like that i think that could be really nice almost like kind of like mulled wine meets cranberry sauce you know uh so that that was uh interesting to me and then um the last thing I saw on it, and, and I haven't talked about turkey recipes at all on this, but they have a sweet tea and citrus brined turkey. That sounded interesting. So I know, Michelle, you're a briner. Would you ever consider a sweet tea and citrus brined turkey? That, that might be interesting. Um, my brine is vegetable stock, allspice, mm-hmm. uh, crystal, uh, crystallized ginger, and uh, peppercorns. So it and brown sugar, so that's what mine is composed of. Okay. So I'm, um, yeah, no, a, a sweet tea would probably take the tannins and stuff would take place of the, but the brown sugar wouldn't be mm-hmm. quite as as sugary then. Yeah. And yeah, no, that actually sounds interesting. So it definitely sounded. Yeah, they had a, a couple different brined turkeys on the list. I forget what the other one was. Um, oh, what was it? They had a deep fried sriracha turkey, which sounded crazy. I'm not. I'm not. I don't endorse deep frying turkeys, folks. Leave that to the professionals. It, I've seen so many just horrible videos of people burning their garages and houses down and everything, and uh-huh. killing themselves. Yeah, no. Just don't. It's a little do too it. dangerous for me. <laughs> yeah, and so. never ever drop a frozen turkey in boiling oil. No oh, God. No. Oh, and speaking of uh, preparing your birds, I watched, uh, and we'll go to break after this, but one thing I'm going to do with my uh, chickens this year is I saw, and it's going to be pretty much the way I do my turkeys with, you know, butter and herbs underneath the skin and on the outside and everything. And usually I put a lemon or, you know, cut up apple or something on the inside of, of my turkeys. But Jamie Oliver, basically, he said this is a, a great way to like really get a kind of a citrus bomb, is what he called it, in inside your um, uh, cavity of the chicken. Is basically you you roast or boil or just heat up, however, a whole lemon and put it in the cavity because basically what you're doing is it doesn't ne- it, it's cooked, it's already hot, so. It, the whole bird is going to cook more evenly because there's already this heat source inside of it coming from the lemon. And so you don't have to worry about the heat penetrating the entire cavity and then penetrating the center of the the lemon. And But what he did, did is he like just punctured it on the top of it and shoved it in there. And, um, and I'm going to give that a shot and see what happens because that looked really cool to me, you know. It kind of made sense to like again even even out that internal uh, temperature, you know. So, so you put a lemon in there, punctured, and you let it boil inside there, and it puts uh, infuses a lemon flavor. Uh, yeah, it, it'll get you. It'll it'll steam the moisture will steam out, and uh, the hopefully the oils and the lemon skin will you know. But a, most of that stuff will go down into the drippings and make the drippings like even more savory, you know. Oh, okay. Right. So. It, it's like the aromatics I put in mine. You know, I, I cut up mm-hmm. the, the apple, the onion, 
um, the rosemary and the sage, and then I cook it in water, you know, until it's boiling for five minutes in the microwave. And then once you take it out of there, you stuff it inside the cavity of the turkey. See, you yeah, already knew this. Really Look at you. Good. You yep. already knew about heating these things up. I'm impressed. Yep. That's awesome. So, uh, so yeah, but obviously since the chicken's smaller, I'd have to get pearl onions. <laughs> uh, so, but I'll be putting onions underneath uh, the the chicken itself. Um, but yeah, so the, but the lemon's gonna go right in the cavity. I'm excited about that heating it up. So Michelle knew knew about this. I just learned about it, and it's something that I'm gonna put in my uh, arsenal of kitchen thrills. So there you go, folks. Um, well, on that note, I hope we I hope everybody enjoyed that talking about food. I, I needed that to get over the gross food. Um, but when we come back, uh, we're gonna I don't know we're uh, we're gonna talk about some other stuff related to the holidays. I'll stop monopolizing so much damn time and let these guys talk a little bit more. So hang tight. We'll be right back with more turn up the night right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. A smooth talking jive talking street thug. KennyPick.com. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome back to the Thanksgiving Eve Eve edition of Turn Up Tonight with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live in, on uh, Indie Media Weekly or in Indie Media Weekly. Uh, depends on how you <laughs> look at it. I don't know. Uh, and of course, uh, live worldwide uh, radio for humans. And of course, joining me as always, well, not as always, but joining me, uh, filling in for uh, Rain this week uh, or Bob, she can take her pick. Uh, the lovely and talented Michelle Lagan from Port St. Lucie, Florida, and Mike Check Radio. Welcome back. Thank you. Glad to be here. And also uh, by your side there, Miles Lagan, uh, hopefully within slapping distance if he brings up uh, uh, Trump's mushroom uh, again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the the two-inch mushroom and three-inch shag carpet of pubic hair? 
Oh, God <laughs> damn it, Miles. Stop it. What? Uh, <laughs> put that in a... Put that in a jello mold. Put that on a greeting card. Uh, <laughs> and, of course, Joe Santorsis, Granton, Pennsylvania, the electric city where things got a little bit brighter tonight. Just a touch. Just a touch. We're not done yet. Have a couple more things to put out, but we're getting there. Yeah. So, uh, and, and, you know, I could say Merry Christmas now that Trump's president, so... Actually, I've I've mandated that uh you know for the last two years we haven't been allowed to say happy holidays. Uh but now um you're allowed to say happy holidays again because you know there was a real bullshit nonsense problem about that that, that never existed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Apparently Christmas is victorious this year. Oh, Fox and Friends should hang up a victory banner. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished, yeah. Heck of a job, yeah. Santy. Uh, so <laughs> heck, of a, heck of a job, baby Jesus. Um, <laughs> anyway, welcome back to the, the program. I, I kind of wanted to I wanted to, to pick your guys' brains a little bit and see if your traditions were anything like mine uh, when you were growing up. And generally, um, we would have, when I was very young, uh, you know, up until probably, well, when I say very young, um, um, I guess I mean up to like my preteens and into my teens, I suppose. But, you know, definitely it was really always important to me and it meant a lot to me as a child to go see my grandparents, the Helen and Herschel Picklesheimer, uh, rest their souls. Um, and uh, you know, they lived in Berlin center, Ohio. And, uh, my, my mom's, uh, father, uh, he lived in Port St. Lucie, Florida, and we never really got to see him. So it was, you know, dad's, you know, parents were close by. We always went there. They came to see us. Um, but basically what it was, was there was a tradition where me and my sister would lay on the floor with our feet up in the air and our chins rested on our you know on our on our hands and our elbows on the floor in front of us we were fighting over looking at the different pages in the Sears wish book and um, and that's part of the reason why I have these crazy wish books that you know I'm getting pictures out of because the one that I have is one that I remember as a kid and remember getting stuff out of uh, and I, I would go, to my grandparents and i remember just about every year uh at least at least three different christmases i have a good memory of what i wanted out of the sears wish book that i told my grandparents that i wanted and they would always get me exactly what i wanted and and also a browns jacket <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I, I wondered if anybody had uh, that kind of experience, similar experience, maybe with different family members or anything. And that, that always happened at Thanksgiving. It was always Thanksgiving and, you know, they're like, let us know what you want. And that gave them a month to track it down or order it or whatever. Um, the, Joe, did you, uh, did you have a similar kind of experience? Uh, yeah, I used to look forward to all the catalog. I remember the catalogs used to be like eight inches thick. Oh Yeah. And they used to land like a thud on your porch. Sure. And uh, I'd always wait for the, the Christmas ones coming when I was a kid. 
because I love to go right to the ladies' underwear department. I can't say I didn't look at that, too. Uh, I was <laughs> uh, oh, looking for the mistake, you know, a nip here, a nip there. Oh, <laughs> jeepers. Come on now. So... <laughs> You never know. You never but in know. all seriousness, is that the only yeah. reason? Only reason you peruse the catalogs? No, 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 no. I was uh, no. I, I used to look forward to like all the the toys and all the the neat stuff that was in in some of the you know in mm-hmm. the different sections of the the catalog. So you know, and the Christmas one was special. You know. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, it was like uh, you know, it was like uh, the uh, fall edition of uh, TV Guide. It used to be remember all the uh it, it was like a, a symbol of the season you know mm-hmm. it, it was like you know your your grandparents coming over for dinner and and all that stuff it was like yeah the catalog was like my grandparent yeah <laughs> do, you, do you remember yeah. like any any toys in there that you used to, to completely drool over or were like i want all of that i was a big always a big electronics nerd Okay. So anything that you could plug in circuitry, uh, chemistry sets. Nice. Um, so oh, terrorists and terrorists. Terrorists in the making. Engineering. Yeah. Ter- yeah. Bomb making equipment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Erector sets. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Lincoln, I, Lincoln logs. Oh, I had Lincoln oh, logs yeah. too. Lincoln logs big were big. Canister. Uh, Hmm? The, the big canister of Lincoln Logs? The big canister. Yeah, they used to have the, the extra jumbo big canister with all the extra shaped logs and stuff and mm-hmm. chimneys and, you know. So, yeah, that's that's the, the kind of stuff I liked. Well, that's yeah. cool. And I, uh, I, used to, I used to love the, the, the Sears catalog and uh, the Penny's catalog. Yeah, Penny's had a good catalog. Um, mm-hmm. And um, Trojan Rabbit has a very cool specific memory about the Sears wish book. Says I was reading the wish book while watching the Dennis the uh, while watching Dennis the Menace on eleven nine sixty five when the Great Blackout started. Wow! So that that is uh, you know I wonder if he ever got to see the end of that episode. It's on YouTube, Mister Wilson. <laughs> uh, so all right, well let's let's go around. So uh, Miles, how about you? Do you do you have uh, similar similar memories of of uh, uh, the the catalogs coming out. Did you have any kind of Thanksgiving tradition when it, when it came to like asking family members what you wanted for Christmas or whatever? I'm trying to remember any memories like that, and I didn't really do the um the the underwear catalog thing. And Michelle can <laughs> vouch for the kind of household I grew up in because she knows the kind of paintings my father had up on the walls. So there was no shortage for me of oh. viewing scantily clad ladies in chainmail. <laughs> chainmail. Wow. Cool. Uh, yeah, I mean Michelle can look right now at one of those paintings, two yeah. of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're they he he um he repainted and copied paint. They're like um Boris Vallejo, yeah, Viejo and uh, Frank Franzetta's. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, that's what he did, and uh, so yeah, no, he <laughs> no, I had no need. 
<laughs> for the catalog. Well, I, I, I don't necessarily I mean the ca- catalog for cheesecake. Yeah, I get it. Uh, God, what did I do to? Th- I also was into the um, um, electronic stuff. I would imagine until um, I would. I, I think once I learned about this game called Dungeons and Dragons, then that became my thing, and that that was. Mm-hmm. I think I was around eleven or ten. If I recall, and yeah. did you did you ask and were wishes fulfilled on getting D and D stuff for Christmas? Um, no, <laughs> no. It was more my birthday, or I'd have to use my you know allowance uh, on mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Uh, cr- but cr- uh, Christmas was more the electronics, um, probably the more expensive kind of toys and stuff like that. Not 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 the not a book. Yeah, if you will. But yeah, no. But uh, yeah, I mean, we I grew up with Intellivision and, uh, mm-hmm. and Atari. I kind of Intellivision. Video games, video games were my you know drug of choice. You know, growing growing up in Miami, any excuse you had to be indoors <laughs> was not a good one, or was a good no, one? It was a good it, one. I mean, oh, 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 gotcha, gotcha. So wow, okay, well, not so Christmas. Uh, you know what no. I'm saying, you know, like in the summer, the, yeah, so. But you were never really into toys, uh, you know, even, well, what about before the electronics and video games, like in the five, six, seven, eight neighborhood? I remember begging my parents because I saw the TV commercial and I had to have it and I begged and begged and they finally gave in. It was, a, a, a it was called Soaring Sam. It was a styrofoam plane. That you just threw it had like a five foot wingspan or some such. Oh, thing. Okay, just, nice. Uh, um, I, I'm pretty sure, and I and I, to this day I have a memory of my dad telling me it's just like, well, here you go, and <laughs> be careful because this thing costs fifty dimes. <laughs> <laughs> fifty dimes, you know, like wow. Yeah, I didn't. I, <laughs> you know, I'm like, okay, that's you know, funny. But, uh, I think the, the third or fourth time I threw it, I broke the wing. But yeah. that's what tape is for. <laughs> yeah, I had one of those, and the you know the wings. You, if you threw it too hard, the wings would just be like blup. <laughs> you know. Sure. Uh, but yeah, okay, nice, nice. And uh, um, uh, how about you, Michelle? Uh, do do you have similar any any kind of similar memories to uh, us here? Well, I, I really enjoyed Lincoln Logs and, you know, that sort of thing when I was a kid. Um, one year, my mother got me a Barbie jet. It was kind of like a uh, like a vinyl carrying case. It opened up into oh, a I jet. Oh, know, I know exactly and what you're I talking hated about. I it. I didn't like Barbie. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted nothing to do with Barbie. So, you know, that really didn't get played, up, played with much. Um... The best gifts were the year my dad bought the, our first personal computer for the household, which mm-hmm. was a uh, TRS-80 Model 3. That got my attention quite quickly. Um, the year we got Pong for Christmas. You nice. know, the Pong sure. set. Oh, yes. I know. And I, I really enjoyed that. And then my mother made the mistake of letting me circle... The D and D hardcover books for Advanced Dungeons and Dragons out of the Sears catalog, <laughs> and she nice. got me the first three: the Monster Manual, the Player's Handbook, and the Dungeon Master's Guide. Mm-hmm. And she regretted that from that point on because I was always a bookish type person. I love books. You know, I'd much rather have a book than a toy. Yeah. 
And, I can vouch for that. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I, I, I still nowadays I, I love yep. books. You know, I, I read voraciously. So, but the Dungeons and Dragons because I had a couple years earlier I had picked up at a flea market the brown paper uh, sets for the chainmail. You know, somebody had them on sale, and I looked at it. It was like like a war game. I'm like, what is this? So I looked at it, and that was pretty cool. Then I got a used box set, and then they came out with the hardcover books for the Advanced Dungeons and Dragons because mm-hmm. the, the 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 blue and the red box sets were basic Dungeons and Dragons. Yes, basic and expert. Yeah, so I got the advanced hardcover books, and from that point on, on I was lost. You know, to D and D, to you know, role playing stuff, and I just never looked back, and it's always been a part of my life. But I remember they came out of the Sears catalog. Nice. Yeah, I I don't remember, I don't recall ever seeing D and D books in the Sears catalog. But I see, I I was such an action figure kid, and I still am. <laughs> you know, um, you know, I I've always just been fascinated with. Uh, uh, you know, the licensed character action figures and even like obscure ones that were just turned in, you know, just like, hey, this is some crazy little character that is a toy and maybe we'll make money and make a cartoon or a comic book out of it. Um, but that was, you know, I, I, I always went to it and, um, uh, but I, I went straight to the action figure section of, of every catalog. When I say action figures, you know, the first action figures I was, going for were the um well the fisher price adventure people were essentially the first ones that i got into um because they were kind of the same size as the star wars figures but they were predated star wars figures but then i was at somebody's house and i saw the mego like planet of the apes figures and the star trek figures and the superhero figures and i was like Oh my God! I need these, you know, and because they were more like dolls, really, you know. So and there was there was a, a heavy stigma around the uh, around those, and I didn't care. I was like, you know, like oh, those are dolls. Play with army men or you know trucks or whatever. I'm like, no. If you want to call it a doll, it's fine. It's Spider Man. He's a doll. He'll kick your Tonka truck's ass, uh, <laughs> you know. Um, but that was, that was always where, where I went, but there was, there's one very specific memory. And, and I think Joe, I've, I've said this on the show before, uh, and I still need to dig her out, but I have a vivid memory of going through the Sears catalog and seeing a big lassie stuffed animal. Uh, and you know, when I say big, it's probably not, it's probably only like 18 inches long but to a little tiny kid it was huge you know um but uh i found that i wanted this lassie dog so bad and i my grandparents were like you know okay and and i remember the year i got that lassie and i was so happy i could i wouldn't let it go so uh i think you definitely of all people can appreciate that um that i was uh I wanted Lassie. Oh yeah, everybody wanted Lassie. I wanted the puppy. Yeah, I I ended up with three and and the trainer, but that's mm-hmm. another story for another time. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway um, yeah, I remember, yeah. There was, you know, I guess there's always that one Christmas, just like in a Christmas story. Yeah. 
that everybody remembers that one special thing that they always wanted that they got. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was a reflector telescope. Oh, okay. I wanted a telescope so bad, and I got a really, really good reflector telescope. And uh, I remember waiting for that thing all fall, all winter. I couldn't wait. Don't look into the sun with that, kid. You'll put your eye out. It had a sun filter, actually, on it. Oh, nice. It It had a lens. That had a sun filter that you could look look at the sun and uh, but I, I was mostly interested in the moon and Mars and stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was that was you know, and it was a very warm winter. I remember it was sixty degrees that Christmas Eve, so I took it outside. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I took it outside. I was I had it all hooked up and on its tripod and ready to go. I That's remember getting a microscope. Exciting. I remember getting cool. one of those too. Yeah, I would get at, a fire ant and and pin it underneath the, the thing, and I'd scoop down and I'd look at it like his abdomen, the little stinger, and him. <laughs> uh, yeah, I used to yeah. look at my own blood. Oh no, I never did that. Oh, oh. <laughs> did yeah, you? yeah. I just prick yeah. my finger and put it on the glass and look at it. Um, you know, just a little pin yeah. prick. You'd be fine. Yeah, uh, my, my chemistry set had a microscope. Yeah, I remember those those kits. Uh, yours is pro- probably a little bit higher quality than the ones that I, re- I remember seeing because I didn't have one. My parents didn't trust me. I was kind of a firebug as a kid. Uh, oh, so. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I could I could share stories with you of being a pyro a little pyro. <laughs> uh, I think we all went through that stage. Yeah, uh, I went through it in stages. I did as well. <laughs> I did as well. So problem. I, I was in my twenties, but that's okay. No, oh, yeah. So member of the Weather Underground. So <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm at the point now where I don't even like fireworks. Yeah, I like building fires in my fire pit. But yeah, I, I'm I play it super super cautious. I don't like fireworks either, so I'm I'm with you on that. Uh, it makes my cats upset. Well, well, growing up though, I my dad taught me how to make my own. I we we he he <laughs> a railroad near our house got replaced or something, and you know railroad ties those big blocks of wood, and I there know. are these steel plates that connect the rails to the wood yes that, that, that he drives so my dad had a, found a whole bunch of those because they just would redid the whole area and they're just and they don't keep them they just toss them off to the side my dad's like anytime there's a big hunk of steel he'd save it so he he had a cube of these things these solid half inch thick steel plates and they were he welded them together into a box so he taught me how to make a bomb a pipe bomb and it was just copper pipe it wasn't steel it was just copper, and we took copper and we'd, we'd insulate it. We put a wire into it, fill it half full, full of gunpowder. We crimp the ends shut, and then we we stick it under this huge <laughs> half-inch stick steel plate so shrapnel would go flying all over the place. And I remember taking it over and uh, taking it to a rheostat and slowly increasing the voltage until the wires inside heated up the gunpowder to explosion uh, to detonation, and boom, it would rattle the neighbor's windows. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Yeah, my <laughs> I remember. I have memories of that. Yeah, my, my oh. dad had some had some 
interesting quirks. <laughs> well, well, when we lived on our farm, I had a near uh, a near miss with some blasting caps as a kid. There was a, a mason jar full of blasting caps and dynamite uh, blasting caps. Uh, I guess I just know that when my dad saw what I had, he was like, "Give me those!" Because <laughs> because wow. I was like, "What's this?" I'm like shake, shaking the jar because um, oh I, fa- I found it in the I found it in our chicken one of the chicken coops. We had two chicken coops, and it was just this jar that was tucked away from the previous owners. And I uh, I, I got it got it and yeah, and they were like, "You could have died." Those were blasting caps, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Um, That's how one of the young boys <laughs> died in Lawrence of Arabia. So, well, yeah, this would have been uh, Kenny of Columbiana. Uh, mm-hmm. so, <laughs> so anyway, all right. Well, there's some more. There's some fond, uh, fond memories. I hope everybody's enjoying that out there. Uh, and oh, and also one last thing. One of my, the most memorable Christmases was from uh, my mom and dad. Uh, one year, I got done opening all my presents. And the things that I wanted weren't there until they were like, and one, I don't even remember if it was my mom or my dad that said, Oh, what's this? And we, we had this old like crockery, like crock, uh, like bin that was on like the hearth of the fireplace. And uh, one of them reached in and was like, Oh, what's this? And they pulled out these two packages and I unwrapped them and it was the Captain Kirk and Mr. Spock Migos from it must have been 1976. Nice, because it, it was pre Star Wars. Having them. Yeah, it was pre Star Wars. So I had I had them, and of course they had their little blue phasers and and blue uh, 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 communicators. You know, which is crazy. It's like okay, baby blue phasers. Why not? <laughs> you know, the action figures were totally accurate, except for the phasers were just powder blue for no reason. Um, but yeah, so they, they got me both of those and I was like just over the moon with, uh, enthusiasm for those two little guys, eight inch Mego figures. And that's, that began my Mego obsession that lasted, uh, until the company went bankrupt in 1982. Um, you know, when I was a mere 11 years old, but, uh, but yeah, uh, so, uh, you know, and then years later I ended up getting, and I have it now. Uh, Susan got it for me for our anniversary, but the years later, I ended up getting the um, the vinyl, like much like your playset, the the Barbie airplane, Michelle. Um, much like that, they did those vinyl playsets uh, uh, for for Migos too, and they, mm-hmm. they and you've seen pictures of it. I have the Enterprise Bridge. Um, yeah, but I I found that years later, at like a yard sale or something. So I was like. This is great. My life is almost complete. And then, of course, the rubber bands ultimately broke inside of all the Migos because I played with them so much and I didn't know how to restring them. So I had all these broken dolls. Wah, wah. But uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> another. The, so those are the two big memories Lassie and the Star Trek figures. I have other ones too. Big Track. If anybody remembers Big Track, it was a programmable tank. Um, really cool, you know, make it go forward X amount of feet, turn right, turn left, make the laser on it fire. Nerf man. That's a lot, a little like your airplane, um, miles, except it was Nerf man. And he had this like kind of arrow. It was a Nerf action figure with like an aerodynamic cape. It was probably a $2 toy back in the day. 
Actually, I know it was because I was going through the Sears catalog, and I'm like, I wonder how much that costs. And it was like in the bargain mm-hmm. toys. And that was like the big thing I got one year. I was like, I want Nerf Man! And they got me Nerf Man, and there it was. So, oh, oh, my grandparents got me the $6 million man uh, 12-inch doll one year for Christmas, too, which was amazing. So that was another one from the Grandma and Grandpa Picklesimer. But I could go on. I'm going to keep remembering shit. And we got the Green News Report to get to. So uh, everybody hang tight. We'll be right back. We're going to do some name-calling and... uh, we're going to find ourselves a contestant tonight for uh, what the hell is that bleeping price? <laughs> I feel bad saying it on a holiday show, that saying the F word. Um, we're going to get a contestant to compete against Miles, Michelle, and Joe to see if you can uh, uh, get our you know our little Price is Right knockoff game from the Sears Wish Book from 1977. Uh, we're going to see if you can beat them. And if you win, uh, the guaranteed prize that might've appeared in a Sears wish book in 1977 will be mailed to your doorstep. So anyway, we'll be right back with lots more turn up the night right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny pick. Boy, that's, that's getting to be a pain in the ass. Isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? Kennypick.com. It's Tuesday, November 20, 2018. Crews are scouring this scorched landscape to recover DNA and identify the dead before the rain moves in. A turn in the weather is both good news and bad for California's wildfires. Trump administration uses California's tragedy to push logging in forests. Plus, network TV news mostly fails to connect the dots between historic fires and climate change. All of those mostly failures and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. You know, it's not time for finger pointing. Very diplomatic of you, Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke. And I will lay this on the foot of those environmental radicals. This is on them. Well done, sir. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, it is going to be a very, very grim Thanksgiving for thousands of uh, Californians this year, I'm afraid. Indeed it is, but firefighters are finally making some headway in the historic wildfires in California. In Northern California, the death toll continues to grow from the Camp Fire, the deadliest wildfire in state history, with at least 79 dead as of airtime. More than 900 are still listed as missing, but officials do remain hopeful that that number will drop as evacuees check in with government agencies. Rain is forecast for the next several days. That will help quash the fires, but it will also bring the threat of mudslides and debris flows in burn areas. And it will also make the search to identify remains in the rubble much more difficult. The rain will also help clear out some of the smoke from the fires, which has forced the closure of schools in the San Francisco Bay Area. Even the city's famous cable cars were shut down. Public health experts warn that exposure to the smoke can cause long-term damage to the lungs of millions of people in the region, particularly children. The fires in both parts of the state have displaced thousands of evacuees, exacerbating the state's already acute affordable housing crisis. FEMA Director Brock Long 
Wong said the federal, state, and local governments are working together to find long-term housing for those made homeless and jobless by the devastating fires who are now living in temporary shelters and even makeshift tent camps, a growing public health concern as winter cold and rains arrive. Long warned it will take years for these areas to recover. There's not much to start with when it comes to the infrastructure, so the infrastructure is basically a total rebuild at this point. That sounds a lot like what Brock Long said uh, in Puerto Rico not very long ago, as I recall. Exactly. Environmental journalist Brian Kahn of Earther.com notes that the evacuee situation is similar to those of refugees from climate disasters in developing countries and warned how California's story plays out will tell us a lot about how well prepared we are to deal with future extreme weather disasters. Mm. President Trump toured sites in California devastated by the fires over the weekend and again blamed California's forest management for the fires with a new bizarre reference to Finland. They spent a lot of time on raking and cleaning and doing things and they don't have any problem. The president of Finland told the New York Times his country is colder and wetter than California and they use well-funded comprehensive forest management and raking is simply not true. On MSNBC, Democratic Congressman Ted Lieu of Southern California debunked Trump's false claims. If preventing wildfires were as easy as raking leaves, uh, we would have done that by now. Trump Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke went even further in an interview with right-wing Breitbart News. It's not time for finger-pointing. I will lay this on the foot of those environmental radicals that have prevented us from managing the forest for years And you know what? This is on them. Well, thanks for not finger-pointing, Mr. Zinke. Both state fire officials and scientists say Zinke and Trump are wrong. Hmm. Global warming is a major factor, causing hotter temperatures, dried-out vegetation, and year-round fire seasons. Forestry experts say that forest management is complex and requires adequate funding, which Trump has cut. Logging can actually make forests more susceptible to fast-moving wildfires. Other contributing factors include development in wildland areas and lack of updated building codes. And which of Trump's executive departments is it that manages the U.S. Forest Service? The Interior Department. Under Secretary Ryan Zinke. Correct. Got it. Finally, in what is now a familiar refrain, a new Media Matters analysis finds that the national broadcast TV news networks ABC, CBS, and NBC pretty much ignored the contribution of global warming in their coverage of the California fires, mentioning it only in about 4% of their coverage. However, a bright spot, local TV news stations did bring up climate change numerous times during their wildfire reporting. Good on the local stations, same as it ever was from the networks. For much more on all of these reports and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Same as it ever was. 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 This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower.
This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up The Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky. Every single Butterball Turkey in, sold in the United States of America has been sacrificed to Satan. Let me repeat that. Every single solitary Butterball Turkey in the United States of America has been sacrificed to Satan. Really? Turkey? Turkey? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, welcome back to the show, everybody. Of course, uh, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello, sir. I used to cook the turkey with the bag that came with it inside. Yeah. You just light that on fire, and that heats it in the inside. There you go. <laughs> uh, and then maybe it'll fly. As God is my witness, <laughs> I thought turkeys could fly. And, of course, uh, Miles Lagan, Port St. Lucie, Florida. Welcome back to the show, sir. Yes, indeed. Hello. All right. And last but most certainly not least, uh, Michelle Lagon, Port St. Lucie, Florida. Welcome back to you as well. Hello. Um, you may have to uh, be patient with me. My sinuses are giving me a little bit of hell, so there will be a lot of throat clearing and muting on my hey, part. <laughs> no worries. No worries. Well, I'll, I'll pass off on name calling to Miles then. I was going to have you do that. But uh, Miles, uh, you want to you give name calling a shot for us tonight? I can do that. All right. There we are. All right. Let's get straight to the biscuits. There you go. Topping the list tonight, we have... Sorry. Biscuit. There you go. Okay. Very good. Uh, Topping the list, we have Adam Hebert, uh, Francie, Heather, Jay Colley, Kat, Ken, of course, and Ken Sr., Hi, Dad. Thanks for the Star Trek Migos. Uh, living on Long Island. Joe. Michelle. Hey. Myself. Oh, hi, Joe. <laughs> uh, President. Sandy in Durwood. Scooter Cans. Theo. Tim Cormall. And bringing it up is Trojan Rabbit. Oh, there we go. And it looks like Francie's going to compete uh, in hour three. She's the first person to say she wanted to compete. So uh, we will uh, get her on, her on to see if she can win a prize and beat you guys at what the hell is that fucking price uh, tonight on the show. <laughs> and don't worry. Well, Francie, we, huh? Yeah, Francie's a, Francie's a tough cookie. She, she'll be a tough competitor. Oh, I know. I know we have, uh, you know, what's fun about this too, is uh, we ha- even have uh, more uh, prices right music to play uh, on the show. Here's a little little uh, sneak peek for you. Oh no! Hey, hey, our next item up for bid. <laughs> so yeah, so we've got that and this one. Very nice. Hey, what's that? That's the spring waltz, is what that is. Yes, uh, but but. <laughs> what, what's that? Do you have the yodeling from the mountaineer one? I don't <laughs> have that one. I I should have it. You're right. <laughs> yeah. I have I have this one uh, called the cats. This is called the cats. Oh. <laughs> That's seventies there. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Well, it's it's got the it's got the crazy like walking bass and then the waka waka guitar and everything. So, um, <laughs> it, you know, you gotta love that horn section, everything. Uh, so yeah, so we have uh, so Francie is gonna compete, and that that leaves uh, I uh, don't we have? Isn't there? A spe- oh yeah, there's a very special birthday we have tonight. I'm sure he's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, uh, you know, I don't know, uh, maybe, maybe possibly is he listening? I mean, Jesus, God. And now he's not, it's Joe no, Biden. He's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, we're not that special, but yeah, so, uh, Joe Biden, crazy uncle Joe, crazy yep. in a good way, crazy like a fox, not the network. Yes. Uh, it is uh, Joseph Bidenet or Joseph Bidenet, Joseph Robinette Biden's birthday. <laughs> uh, Robinette is an awesome middle name, but might I say? So, um, I love that. It's Robinette, right? Robinette. Yeah. Just want to make sure Robinette. I was right. Yeah. Uh, and of course, uh, we'll play this. Well, let me tell. He's a joke. Yeah, about Trump. <laughs> so uh, we got a few nice little Biden edits. Uh, let me say here, here, this one. Uh, uh, lo- love this. Here. We will follow them to the gates of hell until they are brought to justice. Because hell is where they will reside. Hell is where they will reside. Yes, he was talking about terrorists, but we can apply that to the Trump cult as well. So, <laughs> or, or somebody that took his parking space. Yeah, <laughs> you know, to, or scratched his Trans Am. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> they stepped on his aviators. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, happy birthday, uh, Joe Biden! Biden, our last human vice president. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends. Welcome to my birthday. There we go. And uh, oh, I can answer. I can answer. Uh, Heather asked what Ken Senior is doing for Thanksgiving. Well, he's going to beat the rush. He's going to beat the traffic, and he's coming to our house for dinner on Saturday. Although he might be doing something uh, uh, down his way on Thanksgiving. Maybe going to his girlfriend's house. I'm not sure. So uh, we'll see, but yeah, he's he's coming up uh, this way. Uh, Adam Hebert uh, joining us on the show tonight. Oh, look, almost everybody from Mike Check Radio is here. Somebody get John Kendall on the line and serve up Adam a, uh, a cup of hot horse piss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy. In Jello. Yes, aspic. What's up, Adam? Oh, nothing much. Uh, just uh, wanted to remind everyone. Uh, well, first of all, the Mr. Saint, the Turkey Day Marathon Sunday went delightfully well. Good. Uh, that was a lot of fun. And of course, don't for, don't forget that uh, Mystery Science Theater three thousand season twelve, The Gauntlet, premieres Thursday. Nice. Very excited about that on Netflix. Right. They made they made some 
they made some format changes. I'm kind of like, mm, I don't know about this, but I'm still going to watch because, you know, Mr. Science Theater is my favorite TV show of all time. There so. you go. So, uh, and, yeah. Oh, sorry. Well, in, in, uh, I the Hebert family's gearing up for Thanksgiving here as well. Yeah. Well, we had Thanksgiving Sunday because my kid sister was home. Was home. Oh, nice. So she, she has to work by Friday. And by the way, folks, whoever's listening out there, if you have any respect for me, you will not go out Black Friday. Uh, any respect for anybody who works uh um, If you have any respect Fridays. for yourself, you won't go out for Black Friday. I've got no choice in the matter. It's a or you're fired situation. Well, it, it's not. It, no, 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 no. It, 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 we're not talking about you. If if you have to work, you have to work. But don't don't wreak havoc. Don't stay home. You know, go if you want to swamp a business. Don't don't go to a big business. Go to do do small business Saturday. Go get the online deals. You know, the just. Just leave Cyber Monday. Yeah, Cyber Monday. Let let leave people that work in retail. Don't don't make their lives hell on on Black Friday. It's just selfish and nasty. Anybody who's ever worked retail or knows anybody who worked in retail, you know, I oh, I have some stories from Black Friday. I'm not even gonna relate. Uh, but I you know, it's I, cool. I it's 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 fucking horrible. It's horrible. And every company, every bigger, every bigger company is like, it's an all hands on deck day, you know, it's it, but it it, is horseshit. But yeah, don't, yeah, I'm with Adam black Friday's bullshit. It's overhyped, you know? Oh, I want a $6 waffle iron. Tell me how many fucking times you're really going to use that waffle iron. And they only have one for $6. (laughs) Yeah. You know, five hundred inch I, I flat screen, <laughs> four bucks. Yeah, but Adam. Well, I was going to say, I, I, like I said, I think uh, speaking of or your fired situation, I find out today that I have to get fingerprinted for it to keep uh, the job I've had for for over four years. Well, yay, government work. Yeah, well, that's that. Yeah, I, 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 it's irritating, but I think you know. Oh, we just lost Miles and Michelle. That's kooky. Um, so, well, I'll wait till they get back to share the really big news. Um, well, if they're not back in the next, uh, eight minutes, (laughs) um, well, then I will, I will say this. All right. I I will, I will break it. So, um, this summer I bought into a Kickstarter for a card game. Yes. And it came in, I, I, put in money towards a game called Pitch Storm, where you draw cards, and based on the cards you draw, you pitch a movie. Mm-hmm. And this Saturday, I'm going to be working on Modified Rules, and we're going to be playing it on Mike Chick Radio. Live, on the air. Nice. And I was thinking, since we're down a person anyway, and let's be honest, I am biased, I thought maybe Joe might want to be our unbiased judge um well it depends if uh you know it's kind of a big weekend so oh that's right oh that's yeah this weekend i don't think i'm going to be available 
Well, then I guess we're going to have to deal with having a biased judge. A well, biased I, judge? I think we'll be okay. We'll just get a Trump appointee. Um, yeah, so. Kenny is one of my be- <laughs> Kenny is one of my best friends. So, and, and plus Miles does have this. But no, seriously, this game is a lot of fun. You just you draw a character card and a plot card, and based on what you draw, what you play, you pitch a movie. So that's what we're going to be doing. Um, I've uh, why, don't, why don't I see if Susan creatures. will be? Well, I could see if Susan would be the unbiased judge. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I've got the pre- I've got the vanilla deck, the, you know, the basic game. I've got the creature feature deck, horror movies. Uh-huh. I've got the so so bad it, it's good deck, uh, a homage to Mystery Science Theory 3000, of course. All right. And uh, the date night deck, which is romantic comedies. And finally, the award season, which is basically, it's not, those aren't regular cards, but basically... At the end of the game, you give out awards to people for, like, I don't know. One of the cards I looked, I saw was most likely to anger men's right activists. Well, there you go. I like that. So, so, so I'm working on my custom rules because, obviously, I'm the only person who has this, the cards right now. So, uh, you know, I'll basically be drawing. What I'm going to do is basically prepare everything in advance you know i'll draw a random and prepare it all in advance mm-hmm. so well i like it and it's, i think we're gonna try and, i think we're gonna try and run at least one of the interviews from awa uh this weekend as well i think uh i think michelle's gonna like to hear gray griffin what do you yeah, think michelle? looking forward to that yep yeah, I'm looking forward to all of them. This, uh, I, I'm like, you know, I've been wringing my hands wanting to hear some of this stuff. I'm sorry. I've been terrible about that. You are terrible, and you drink horse piss. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Over hot Dr. Pepper. One, uh, Come uh, on. You make I'm, one off-color comment. I mean, this is a new <laughs> bone in this fight. That's right. He has a bone in this fight, ladies and germs. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was funny. That's the only reason I'm repeating it. Um, uh, but uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to the game. Uh, tell everybody what the name of the game is one more time. It is Pitstorm by Skybound Games. Um, I don't know when it's going to be available commercially, but uh, it, it's simple to use or simple to play. Mm-hmm. And it looks hysterically funny. Well, Especially I like the idea. People like I, like yes, I. and me. I, I, I'm looking forward to it. So yeah, I'm not going to be a judge. I can't be a judge in this. I gotta, I gotta play this game. So uh, maybe I'll, I'll even, uh, I'll see if uh, one of my friends wants to come over. Like uh, I don't know, maybe. Uh, maybe little Jeff. I'd like to play this game you're talking about, Sonny. Do we or have to not. invite the icky elf? <laughs> no, icky elf. That's racist! <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, I'll try and make this. I know people's cat. They, people say their cats freak out when I do little Jeff. So, well, you know, I could do an experiment bad. on my cats, but they're still traumatized from the fact that we have a dog in the house the past few days. So. Yeah, yeah. Your sister's dog, right? So they're still. They're still 
Uh, well, she's raising a PTSD service dog. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's very cool. So, That's very noble. So, I mean, yes, but she's not going to be, you know, it's not like she'll be keeping Oakley. Yeah. I mean, maybe if, like, he failed his test, you know, if he, mm-hmm. if he, you know, bounced up, you know, failed in, you know, whatever school he's in. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how it works. Well, um, we'll, we have more on that later. I'm sure you'll find out more. Uh, But, yeah, I'm looking forward to the game on uh, Saturday. And, Adam, I hope you and the rest of the Hebert family had a wonderful Thanksgiving on Sunday. And I hope you get uh, some rest in R&R on Thanksgiving Day. Don't stress too much on Black Friday. I know it sucks, but hopefully, hopefully people are getting over this. It's just an ugly trend that needs to go away. Um, But we're going to let you get going, okay? Yes. Have a good night, everyone. Bye-bye. And uh, don't forget, Mystery Science Theater 3000 on Thursday. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Bye, Adam. All right. See you later, brother. Right, have a good night. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, so there we go. And don't stay off the horse piss, too, buddy. Stay off the horse <laughs> piss. So. Uh, <laughs> I think you could vape it now. So. Oh, good? yeah. You can vape horse piss. <laughs> that's yeah, what is sure. that why all those hipster beards smell so awful oh yeah oh, so. yeah, yeah. Oh, wow they could be they could be wearing the patch too yeah. the, the horse piss patch horse piss patch <laughs> was that wasn't that a rank in a bass holiday special uh the horse piss patch, the horse uh, piss patch. <laughs> it was on the hallmark channel so anyway hopefully hopefully your guys internet is stabilized because i want to get i want to get going to the break so we have a little bit of extra time to play the game um i should have been filling in our mad libs too uh but uh i'll i'll do it i'll do that over the break for next segment i have some very special uh thanks i i I call i don't have actual thanksgiving mad libs but i found some mad libs that fit in the context of, of Thanksgiving. So hopefully that'll work. But uh, anyway, let's go ahead and go to the break. Uh, you guys, uh, uh, if you want to cheat, go ahead and break out your 1977 uh, Sears Wish books. You got one of those laying around just anywhere, right? Right in a drawer here, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's why Joe wins all the time. <laughs> so, <laughs> Uh, so anyway, Francie is going to compete with us. We'll just get her to call in after uh, we come back from the break, and we'll get things fired up and see if Francie can uh, take home the big prize tonight on what the hell is that mother-loving sound. Uh, <laughs> but we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this with me, Joe, Michelle, and Miles. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com. Light out everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. Turkey. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. 
What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Only macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah. Who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Hey, whoa, hey, 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 everybody. Whoa, I got to get my microphone settings right here. Hey, everybody, welcome back to uh, the Tuesday uh, Thanksgiving Eve Eve edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com. Worldwide radio for humans, uh, a good hearty gobble gobble to all y'all in anticipation of the uh, showdown, the showcase showdown of food, <laughs> uh, showcase showdown, a little uh, hat tip to the prices right there. Uh, welcome back, of course, uh, to Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just going through my 1976 Sears catalog now. Memorizing every price for every item. I have it all done. Okay, very good. Especially so, the women's lingerie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. How did we? How 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 could I not think that that would be it? So, uh, <laughs> and of course, uh, Miles Lagon, Port St. Lucie, Florida. Are, are you ready to uh, uh, flex your uh, pricing muscles? in uh our game here if by that you mean ready to roll some dice yes oh you're gonna roll some dice to <laughs> okay uh, no i don't have dice with me but i'll be ready to yeah the, it'll be the the out. dice is right <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh and michelle lagon port st lucie florida obviously has a little bit of a uh, love and affection for the old school of price is right uh welcome back to you as well yes Glad to be here. All I'm right. ready to do this. All right. And our very first competitor is on the line with us right now. And it sounds like she even turned her radio off. Francie Pants, welcome. Yes. Thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to this. I need a prize. All right. All right. So I'll tell you what. All right. Everybody knows the rules. We have five. Hi, hi um, Joe. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Miles. Hi, Francie. Hi, Francie. Hi, I'm waving. Are the heads, <laughs> All right. are the heads going to come for Thanksgiving? The heads, I dress them. Yes, they they got their Thanksgiving finery on. Oh, good. Check out the page. I got a page on Facebook, Heads Up For Anything, and they got a Twitter handle, at H-U-F-A. Heads, heads Up, up for, for, anything. for Anything. I like that. That's yes, great. Give them a following, and... I'm going to be doing interesting things with the heads. I'm, I'm dressing them up for now, but soon I'm going to take the act out on the road. Oh, I like it. I like it. All right. So uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll keep everybody up to date on yeah, that. Yeah, they're decked out for Thanksgiving. Yeah, they're ready for Thanksgiving. All right. And well, I like you guys talking about um, memories, you know. Oh, it's with, fun. When growing up and stuff. Mm-hmm. My favorite memory about Thanksgiving was when I finally graduated from the kids' table. Oh, that's grown-up <laughs> table. That was something else. Well, they seem to have better food 
(laughs) Really? And the kids' table. Really? They they just kind of give us the scraps. So, all right. Well, (laughs) here we go. Here we go. We 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 got to start our game up. I'm excited about this. So, uh, as uh, if anybody isn't familiar with how this works, I'll just give a quick rundown of the rules. It works a lot like The Price Is Right. Um, I'm going to list off uh, five different items that can be found in the 1976 Sears Wish Book, randomly selected. I have edited versions of the images that I'll be posting in the chat room for each one. I will read the description uh, so uh, everybody on, uh, you know, listening in the podcast, you don't need a visual guide, but of course, everybody playing here might want one. Um, So, uh, and whoever guesses closest to the price... The original retail price, um, uh, without going over, gets a point. And um, ah. any anybody who um, you know, and there, there's a chance, a potential chance for uh, bonus points uh, to be given for each item as well. So I'll keep everybody posted as bonus points are available. Like if something is discounted, how much is it discounted by such and so on, so on and so forth. Uh, but here we go. Let's go ahead and uh, fire this baby up with a jingle. I'll get our scorecard ready, and uh, here we go. <laughs> get ready to play. What the hell is on? Turn off the night with Ken Pay. <laughs> What the hell? And now it's time to play. What the hell is that? What the hell is that shit? I'd buy that for a dollar. Okay. All right, here comes our first item up for bid, everybody. Uh, wish book value, our lowest price since 1973 for any five-string banjo. Yeah, that's right. It's a five-string banjo, a great low price for a fun-to-play instrument. Learn how to play folk bluegrass music, construction, mahogany resonator for full, rich sound, Mylar polyester head with 20 tension brackets. Neck is reinforced with adjustable steel rod. Rosewood fingerboard with inlaid position markers. Rosewood bridge measures 38 and one quarter inches by 12 and three quarter inches by four and a half inches deep. Imported from Korea. Accessories. Pick. Not Kenny. Pick and instructions. Shipping weight, eight eight pounds. So there you go. We're going to start alphabetical here tonight uh, with uh, Francie. What is the, what is that retail price of that banjo? I am looking at that banjo. Whoa. I'm going to say, oh, $19.99. All right. Joe, what do you say about that damn banjo? Damn banjo is $18.95. $18.95. Michelle, how much is that damn banjo? I think she's still muted. Um, $29.50. All right. Michelle says $29.50. Miles, how much is that damn banjo? 
I think musical instruments aren't that cheap, but it is in, from Korea, so... It's nuclear. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go a little higher. I'll say 35. 35 even. All right. Sure. There we go. Our prices are locked in. I Our love guesses it. are locked in. I want that banjo. <laughs> well, never know what Santa Claus will bring you. All right. Our next item up for bid... Next item up for bid for all the kids out there. Who wouldn't want a $6 million man or bionic woman wristwatch slapped on their tiny little wrist? All right. Oh, wow. So watches starring TV land favorites. Construction. Colorful. (laughs) Yeah. You're you're, you're in awe over those, aren't you? Wow. One little Swiss movement. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) And... uh, Oh, yeah. So, well, let me finish reading it out loud for everybody. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. So, construction, colorful character pictured on fully numbered dial. Moving hands point to time. <laughs> That's how watches work. It's yellow. <laughs> Ye- unique. Yellow gold yeah. color. Yellow gold color base metal uh, case. Uh, leather leather look plastic strap sweep second hand shown slightly larger than actual size gift box movement one jewel swiss movement ordering information warranted by mz burger write for free copy see page 303 shipping weight each four ounces so um both prices i will say they are the same same price. Oh. So, uh, okay. uh, so Joe, you get to pick first on the watches. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, eight ninety nine. All right, Michelle, what do you say for the six million dollar man or bionic woman watch? Eleven fifty. All right, Miles, what say you on the bi- bionic duo watches? $14.99. And Francie, uh, what um, would you pay? I'm going to go with $12.98. All right. There we go. Our prices are locked in for these magnificent items here. And I'll tell you what, the next one, you think you've seen enough of the 70s so far. Well, you ain't seen oh. nothing yet. Oh, shit. Oh, shit is right. <laughs> Because this is a a men's a men's vested corduroy suit. That's right, a men's vested a men's vested. I still have that suit. Oh my god! I wore it last week to a funeral. My dad had that brown. He had the dark brown one. Oh my lord! It may still be in the closet. Okay, here you go. This is it. Uh, so up to the minute styling includes button through flaps on inverted uh, pleat uh, pleat patch mo- pleat patch pockets and say that ten times fast. <laughs> genuine leather buttons genuine leather buttons and full lining of coat and vest. All right, and I'll get into a little bit more of the uh, let me fire our music back up. We're uh, running. We got got to get the music going for these descriptions. It's only right. 
So uh, the fabric is Dacron polyester and cotton corduroy uh, sheds sheds wrinkles. Oh, sheds wrinkles. Full rayon acetate lining of coat and vest. Leather buttons on coat and vest. Detailing. Two-button coat has box-pleated pockets with button-through flaps. Wide flaps in deep center vent. Five-button vest has lower pockets. Slightly flared pants have slanted front pockets set in back back pockets. Care. Dry clean. Uh, And uh, it comes in a whopping two colors. Tan or brown. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Uh, the I need the price of the suit, Michelle, and then I'll let also let you know um, uh, the the other thing uh, here. So Michelle, what do you say on the on the corduroy corduroy suit? Uh, $39.50. All right. The bonus is. How much is the vest chain, gold-colored metal, 14 inches long? It's an add-on. Um, 650. Okay. Miles, how much is that suit? And for a bonus, how much is the vest chain? I'm going to go... I'm going to crank it up a bit on this. I think we're talking three digits. I'm going to go 119. Okay. And what do you think is the cost on the vest chain? The chain. That looks adorable. Oh, 14 inches, huh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> gold. Vest chain. Uh, gold. Gold I metal. Gold, that, that, that. gold color metal. I'm, I'm going to go mm, $9.99. all right and uh what do you say francie how much is that stylish corduroy um men's suit uh what do you think that's running for that suit is i'm gonna say that suit is 89.98 and the chain is 10.98 all right joe santorsa what do you say about that suit? <laughs> That's a $39.95 suit if I ever saw one. Oh. <laughs> All right. And, and how much chain, is it? That's a $9.95. Believe me, Italians know gold change. Chain. So. <laughs> $9.95 I pay more chain. than $9.95 for that. All right. All right. Very $24. Good. It's the biggest number. All right, I'm gonna save. I'm gonna save my my favorite one for last here. Uh, but here we oh go. God. We're entering the 20th century or the 21st century with this next item, uh, and that is a microwave oven. <gasps> yeah. Uh-oh. So uh, here we go. This is Kenmore microwave oven featuring three power levels: 300, 450, and 625 watts. And a 25-minute timer for cooking versatility, plus a 1.3, plus 1.3. I'm sorry, 1.3 cubic feet of usable oven space. No other microwave we sell has a larger capacity. So there, there's a chance at two points here for the for the microwave. What is the price? Uh, and who do we who do we uh, leave off with, uh, Joe? So Michelle. 
Uh, no. no uh, I went Michelle did the suit. I'm sorry. That's right. M- Miles, Miles, how much is that microwave? And and it, the bonus point is, how, what's the price cut on it? How much was it cut? I'll say... Um... Electronic. Uh, I'm gonna go. That thing is all. That's 125 dollars, and they cut it 25 dollars. Okay. All right. Let's um. Uh, go back to the beginning with Francie. What would you pay in yeah. 1977 for this fine Kenmore microwave? Um, man, that's a beauty. I gotta tell you. I especially love that thermometer thingy there. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> looks quite dangerous. <laughs> sure. I'm gonna, I am going to say uh, that beautiful piece of thing <laughs> will be 100 and, uh, $120.99 and with a price off of $20. So you said one twenty ninety nine. Yep. And with and twenty dollars off. Oh, twenty dollars off. Okay. Yeah. Joe Santorsa. Yeah. Joe Santorsa, this fine, high tech, uh, futuristic cooking device in nineteen seventy six. How much? How much would you have paid for that? Well, that was fifty six fifty, but we cut it ten bucks to forty six fifty. So you're saying fifty six fifty? Original price. Okay. And, and discounted ten dollars. Discounted ten dollars. All right. Well, I think what he's saying he's saying the price is forty six and he cut 46. it ten dollars. Well, however you want to do it. Yeah. It's four uh, so forty six fifty. Forty six fifty, right. All right. The final um, price, yeah. All right. Uh Michelle, what say you for this fine New state-of-the-art kitchen appliance in 1976. Well, I'm going to say it's for sale now at $69.50. Mm-hmm. But it was priced down uh, $20. So it, it, the, the final price is $69.50. It was $89.50. Okay. So $69.50 with a $20 discount. Um, and... Do you want to give a slightly different number for the discount? Because Francie also had a twenty dollar discount. Nineteen ninety nine. Okay, there we go. Uh, and okay, we're moving on to Kenny Pick's favorite item. <laughs> and I think I think it's going to be everybody's favorite item, to be honest. Uh, and that is uh, coming your way. And this item. Oh! <laughs> we had this. This this is the the hairy the hairy the hairy gorilla AM radio. Oh my god! It's the hairy gorilla AM radio. All right, let me read you the description. Oh god! You can go ape over this beastly radio. Stands anywhere, except we recommend you keep him away from tall buildings in New York. Construction, 100% solid-state AM radio enclosed in a soft, plush, stuffed body with molded plastic hands, feet, and face. Volume, turning controls, uh, volume and tuning controls, and back. Uh, Two-inch... 
<laughs> no, but he has a two-inch speaker. Um, in his ass. In his ass. Uh, measures 13 inches high from Taiwan. Uh, requires a nine-volt nine battery included. Not oh, recommended. battery uh, included. Okay. Battery included. That's Shipping. Not recommended for children three years or younger. Shipping weight, one pound, four ounces. And so then... Um, Gosh, I guess we we start all over with Francie uh, on this one. So uh, let me get you some uh, some more music queued up there. So uh, what do you say? I'm for... gonna say, um, oh my god, he's great. I'm gonna say 1498. All right, 1498. Uh, Harry Gorilla, AM Radio, Joe. What do you say? She stole my price. Well, I'm going to say $14.99. $14.99. Joe with a dick move. I already wrote down $14.99. So. All right. Michelle, what would you... What, what do you think the Harry Gorilla AM radio would cost? $12.50. All right. $12.50. Miles, Harry Gorilla AM radio. What would you pay? $17.37. Hang on one second. I got to turn this down. What What would you say? $17.37. $17.37. All right. Well. My dice roll. <laughs> oh, okay. Very nice. I'm teasing. I didn't roll dice. Well, I, I appreciate it anyway. So, all right. Well, let's find out. Let's tally up these points uh, real quick and see who won. Uh, so. <laughs> All right, I gotta say, our lowest price since 1973 uh, for any five-string banjo was 49.95. So Miles, with 35 dollars, you actually get the point for that. So good job, wow. sir. Yeah, not a cheap banjos were 50 bucks in the 70s. Uh, so wow. the six million dollar man or bionic woman watches come in at 14.95 a piece and Francie was the closest without going over miles unfortunately you said 14.99 that's four cents yeah. over Francie Woo! got it with 12.98 so good job Francie four pennies <laughs> oh it's terrible the men's vested corduroy suit uh we got to give this one. Um, actually, Joe, you get one point for that because you said $39.95. The suit was $69.99, uh, which uh, you beat out Michelle by $0.45. Cents. Miles, you went over with $119, and Francie went over with $89. But, Miles, you got the closest to the discount, so you get a point for the discount. You said $9.99. The discount, oh no, not the discount, but the the chain. The oh, chain gosh. was was ten dollars, so so you got that. Oh, so, yeah. Nice. So, Joe, you don't know gold chains as well as Miles. <laughs> Fact. Miles has to have some it, it, it was Italian gold colored. Yeah, it was it gold colored metal. So, so all right. So let me get to the next one, which was the microwave. Which I, I gotta say, a little disappointed in you guys because microwaves were pretty new technology back in 1976. This sucker was not cheap, uh, and so oh. 
yeah so actually um miles you said 125 you were the closest with that going over it was 269.95 with a price cut Whoa. of one with a price cut of 100 dollars. so miles you have springboarded into the lead with three points Ah. <laughs> so uh, there is a, at this point, there's no way for anybody else to uh, usurp Miles. Uh, but we'll ah. see. We'll see who got closest to the Harry Gorilla AM radio without going over. And I got to tell you, I wish I had sad trombone right now because guess what? You guys all went over. <laughs> Y'all went over. <laughs> The Harry Gorilla AM AM radio was only $10.95. So, with that being said, Miles Lagan, Port St. Lucie, three points. Three points. You you win the game tonight. And I'm sorry, Francie, no prize awarded to you. But, uh... Uh, But if you... If you'd like, you can stay on the line for uh, Miles. Uh, he'll, uh, uh, let me see. Um, oh, geez, I, I need a special jingle to play for Miles. So I, I, I'll tell you what, let me play. Consolation prize. I could talk more about the presidential mushroom. No, no. 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 We'll just oh. we're just gonna no, we're we're no. just gonna we're just gonna award you with the Abadabad jingle. Here you go. Abadabad. 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 All right. All right, Francie. Well, that was fun. Thank you for playing. I hope you have a good Thanksgiving. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Uh, Thank you. Enjoy enjoy your family and friends. And, you know, I'm grateful. I am grateful for all you guys. Uh, You keep me sane. And keep me laughing. Very good. Very good. <laughs> All right. Well, we love you, Francie. So, Take care of those heads. Everybody go check too. it. Thank Ch- tell- you for let, let me play. It was fun. All right. Bye. Anyway, absolutely. Thanks, Francie. Bye-bye. Bye, so, uh, everyone. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Uh, that was fun. Miles, Michelle, you have fun? I know Miles had fun because he won. Yay! Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah I, I, I got skunked big time, and I was pretty sure that was what was going to happen. So. Oh, <laughs> that ain't cool. So uh, you guys need to play nicer. So <laughs> anyway, uh, we we got to go to the break. We're gonna I'm gonna do my damnedest. Uh, when we come back, we'll we'll talk about a few other random things, and and I'll squeeze in the uh, uh, everybody get ready for nouns and adjectives and stuff. Uh, don't start putting them down now because I don't want them to get buried. But as soon as I I uh, type it in there. Just go time, and then uh, we'll we'll get those Thanksgiving themed Mad Libs going. But that was fun. Thank you, Francie, for playing. And um, and Joe, you were not unbeatable, as it turns out. I've never been unbeatable. (laughs) (laughs) But we have more of these. I have more of these. uh, I have another round of this game ready for this Friday. If anybody else wants to compete, I will offer up a splendid prize package uh, to anybody who can beat. These three right here looks like Miles is the one to beat, everybody. 
Yep, He's he got is. some insight. So, uh, but anyway, we're going to hit the break. Uh, congratulations once again to Miles. And uh, I guess we need a. Uh, oh wait. Um, uh, yeah, let's do the. We'll do since it's Thanksgiving. We'll do the the used foods emporium break. How about that? So. Yes. Um, so here we go. Uh, we'll be right back with more turn up the night right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Ah, that's adorable. That's getting awkward. And now it's just plain creepy. KennyPick.com Hi, friends. This is Tom Hartman. This is Stephanie Miller. Hey, this is Hal Sparks. I'm Brad Friedman. I approve of Nicole Sandler's RadioOrNot.com. RadioOrNot. RadioOrNot. RadioOrNot.com. RadioOrNot. Yeah, that is not the fucking thing I wanted. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me try that again. Um, oh, my God. Um I'm just gonna have to do them one at a time, so uh, we'll we'll uh, load them in. That was this is an old break, old break. So uh, here here we go. Come on down to Used Foods Emporium. Thanks to President Kane, all of our used foods are now 100% tax free. This week's specials are assorted sun-dried mammals, only 99 cents a pound. You can't resist that crunchy goodness. Be sure to visit the produce department for fresh found fruit from neighboring grocery store dumpsters. We have the softest apples in town. That's a fact. While you're at Used Foods Emporium, stop by the hot used foods table for a wide variety of body temperature dishes freshly eliminated and regurgitated by our friendly staff. All the live long day. And don't forget, all of our used foods are 100% tax free. This week, kids get free ABC gum with a purchase of $20 or more. Used Foods Emporium, now with 999 convenient locations. Used Foods Emporium is proud to announce the grand opening of our Zanesville, Ohio location. Due to unfortunate circumstances, we've lucked into a whole mountain of meat. To get this gala celebration started right, we'll be offering deep discounts on exotic used meats, 100% tax-free. We're offering everything from lions to tigers to bears. Mm -mm. Look for our Big Cat Junction display and take your choice of cougar chops and jaguar giblets, $7 a pound. After you've stocked up for your feline feast, swing by our simian sample stand and try out our hearty herpes monkey chunks. Don't forget to pick up some wolf nuggets for the kids. They'll be howling for more. All this and more at Use Foods Emporium at our new Zanesville, Ohio location, home of the softest apples in town. Back by popular demand, Use Foods Emporium is reopening our doors, offering you wholesome used food that's 100% tax-free. As Mitt Romney blazes a trail across the United States, he's leaving a wake of used food in his path. Here's a mere sampling of the discarded items from Mr. Romney. Partially ingested pancakes. Uh, these are pancakes. Uh... Only 15 cents a half stack. Piles of grits. Grits, and the things are strange. And sandwiches. If you want another sandwich, there's more back there. Mix and match, a dollar a fistful. And now, Governor Romney, 
has left behind a whole slew of used cookies. I'm not sure about these cookies. They don't, they don't look like you made them. Buy a dozen, get a half dozen free. And for our grand reopening, be sure to bring the kids by the all-new Alicia Silverstone Mama Bird Stand for their complimentary mouthful of pre-chewed food. Hurry in to Use Foods Emporium while the Seamus Delight is still running hot off the roof. Use Foods Emporium, once again, home of the softest apples, apples and oranges, and oranges in town. This is Adam Hebert. On every episode of Mike Check Radio, me and my co-hosts are not only committed to telling you about the latest political news, but also about the latest nerd news as well. Whether it's the latest scientific discovery, the new season of anime, the ending of a cherished manga, or the latest in comics, television, or movies, my show is guaranteed to bring you something that will make your inner nerd go squee! So be sure to tune in to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert live every Saturday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of the Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Fucking Cleveland! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Uh, thank you, Cleveland. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing because I'm writing down nouns. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, uh, Scranton. And thank you, Port St. Lucie, twice. Uh, and, of course, uh, welcome back to everybody. And, Joe, uh, the Tim Cormel Show coming up tonight. Why don't you tell everybody what uh, what's going on? Let's see. Tim Cormel Show. We have some fun with the clown car. Um, what are we selling tonight? Let's see. I sell so many things on the clown car. You do, you do. Uh, I do, and 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 uh, this time we sold. Um, let's see, let's see. Oh yes, yes. It, it, it was. You heard a Trumpy Bear, right? Oh yeah, definitely. It's a piece of. And you heard the Trumpy Bear commercial. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I we uh, we're not to be outdone at the clown car, so we uh, we had a uh, a Trumpy. Honey Badger, um, that we're introducing for uh, 1995 plus an NDA. So oh, there you go. That sounds very exciting. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, Michelle Lagon, Port St. Lucie, Florida, welcome back to the show. So, uh, Thanksgiving uh, going ahead according to schedule for you? Oh, yeah, yeah. We had our big thing on Saturday, and now we're just enjoying eating a lot of um, leftovers mm. and, you know, just uh, relaxing. So, this week it's going to be, you know, just just laid back not leaving the house we probably i probably won't leave the house via car until late next week just to avoid most of the crappy traffic that's going to be going on well i don't I can't re- blame you re- yeah the retail hell that is port st Lucie. <laughs> i can't blame you for that at all uh and miles Lagon, you have any uh problems eating those leftovers <laughs> oh lord no no they they no no, I, I come home from work. I grab a paper bowl. <laughs> and I, nice. I load it up with the mashed potatoes and the stuffing. I throw it in the microwave until they make a nice warm pile of carbs. <laughs> oh, there you go, my friend. You know what I'm a big fan of? It's pumpkin pie for breakfast. Okay. Mm. I don't know if, if anybody else is a big fan, but I'll tell you, cold pumpkin pie right out of the fridge for breakfast. I don't put it, even put whipped cream on it. I'm just like. Oh, yummy. Mm. Mm, nice piece of it's like it's like what pop tarts should be (laughs) (laughs) um so uh that that reminds me i have a piece of apple pie still in the fridge waiting for me yes you do that tonight oh oh yeah nice so um uh, but uh, joe um what what is your your uh thanksgiving plan let's see Thanksgiving plan is turkey, lots of carbs, and uh, probably going to have to take some extra uh, diabetic uh, medication. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Wise wise choice. So, (laughs) uh, but yeah, so uh, now is is Barb uh, doing all the cooking? Uh, No, actually... uh, a local restaurant is doing all the cooking. Oh, you're not the first person to tell me that today. So that's uh, I, that that's fine. People are talking yeah, we're about not doing. Going, we're not going to a restaurant. We're we're having it catered. Catered. Nice. Yes. That's very nice. Um and uh, <laughs> um, sorry, I'm, I'm laughing because I'm writing down things that people are saying in the chat room. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, uh, how many are you having folks coming in from out of town? No, no, just, uh, just the locals. We're a very tiny family. Yeah. So yeah, just, uh, her two sisters and, uh, me. Very nice. And their Uh, spouses, of course. Well, yeah, sure. Um, and, um. Uh, it, it, are, are you guys all, because I know you're sports nuts. Are you doing, uh, are you watching, are all you watching football? I hate football. Oh, you don't like football. But Miles and I Michelle. Um, I remember watching football. If the dolphins are playing, I, I think we might watch it. If it's a team that's so worth, usually the Cowboys bore me. Oh, okay. You know. Yay, America's team! I feel that, uh, that that's such a. Ugh. Anyway, um, so you're not so, as big of football it, fans as I thought. I was mistaken. It, it, it depends on the teams that are playing. If they interest me, I'll be like, oh, let's see if they'll win or lose or whatever. But uh, you know, but 
For right now, we've been doing we've been doing Monty Python uh, <laughs> marathons. Yes, uh, I dig it. I dig it. Um, and uh, the are, are uh, so you guys aren't having you you did the weekend get together, so you're not doing yes. uh, more company or anything. Are you doing no, any no. any gaming uh, between now and then? More than likely, Michelle is going, and I are probably going to do crafting. I guess, yes. or maybe we'll watch Castlevania Ooh, or something. Okay. I don't know. We'll. Yeah, uh, I'm paint. I'm I'm painting figs and painting uh, uh, game material, uh, caverns and uh, tombs and and Star Wars uh, uh, deck decking and stuff like that. You should take games. a quick picture nice. of our table, dear, just and show yeah. them what we're de- doing. Nice, nice. Well, so I can put some in. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'd love to see what you're working on. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I just of course, finished your necromancer. Oh, nice! I Great. Chat a while back. Yeah. Yeah, I think Last I saw weekend. that. I'm sorry if I missed it. Because yeah. um, no, okay. I know sometimes it gets to be a, a, a flurry of, of messages, and we're all like, oh, yes. <laughs> talking about our own file under special interest things. And folks, give me some adjectives out there in the chat room. Uh, adjectives. So uh, give give me some adjectives because we we don't we don't want to run over too far tonight because I got. I have things I got to do around the house, um, and um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, oh, 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 Joe, who was who was on uh, the Tim Carmel show this past Sunday? You don't have to remember uh, everybody. Bart the Bear from California. Nice. We had uh, uh, Lauren Mayer for, uh, with her musical genius. Excellent. And we had uh, Justice Putnam. I uh, love justice. Love justice. Love Lauren. Lauren. Love Bart. Good stuff. Yep. So yep. looking forward to hearing that tonight. Um, and uh, uh, yep, Bart was in Hawaii, so we had quite Ooh. a long distance uh, Skype connection. Oh wow! Wow. Was there much of a delay, or was it was it pretty standard? No, it was pretty good. Pretty good. 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 So, uh, and, uh, also, um, I, I, I don't know if anybody, well, oh, actually I should share pictures right now. I got something very cool today. I'm very excited. My, my job, um, they were tearing out these old cabinets, uh, behind the bars where I work and they had these amazing cabinets and I'm going to put pictures in the chat room, uh, so everybody can see them. Uh, for these cabinets, my boss charged me ten dollars a piece for them, and I paid one of my coworkers twenty bucks to put him in his pickup truck and drop him off. And I rode rode home with him, and I've got these amazing cabinets uh, that are like five feet tall. Uh, and the each cabinet, uh, each each one has three shelves and two cabinet doors. And the cabinet shelves are roughly, I think, maybe twenty inches deep. With um, maybe like 22 inches tall. So very big, deep cabinets that I can put all kinds of stuff in. Odd-shaped things. It's very exciting. It's going to... I mean, I've been wanting storage for the garage. And I just couldn't believe... Because I walked through the music hall today. And they they tore out all these cabinets. I'm like, what's going on? And I go up to Matty, the guy with the truck... He's like, yeah, we tore out these cabinets because they're putting TV. They're putting TVs with like, you know, you know, menus on them. You know, uh, like they have everywhere now. 
And so they, they didn't have room for these cabinets. I'm like, what did they used to keep in these cabinets? And they're like, nothing. Uh, <laughs> so, so they took these cabinets out and they didn't know what they were going to do with them. So I went to my boss and, and Maddie, my, my coworker was like, go ask Scott, you know, what he says. And, um, and I went and I was like, Hey, uh, you know, and, and I, I feel weird talking to the general manager about stuff unrelated to work. So I go up and I'm like all coy and I'm like, yeah, Maddie said, you guys might be looking to sell those cabinets. He's like 10 bucks. I was like 10 bucks each. And I was like, and he said, yep. And I was like, I'm going to the ATM right now. I will be back. <laughs> and I was like, is it okay if I leave work an hour early since Maddie gets off earlier than me? And he's like, yep, no problem. Get him out of here. <laughs> I was like, that is fucking awesome. So I, I got the, I got those cabinets and it's going to really, really help me out. And it helped out work. So there we go. There they are. And by the good job, Michelle. I just saw a little bit of your paint job there. Very nice on the, a cavern or a tomb. Yeah, there's cavern. The the uh, the one picture is a picture of the cavern uh, tunnel pieces that I did. Very and there's cool. There's a lot more than that that I'm working on now. <laughs> Very nice. Good job. So I love seeing that stuff. So and we're almost yeah, those are like four by. Four by four inch little things you can rearrange into any shape, you know. To yeah, yeah, I love that stuff. So, um, and of course, I'm doing, still working on some of my custom uh, Migos too. I just, I essentially finished up my Jason Voorhees one. I found the the chain. I'm just waiting on the right axe for him. And uh, but yeah, I'm really loving doing some crafting on on my own. Although in a much more macro scale than Miles and Michelle. <laughs> Um, so, uh, I think we are done with Mad Libs, everybody. I think I got everything that I can from the chat. Uh, so, and I'm, I've been bullshitting as much as I can to try and stall. And I think we're there. I think we've done it. Are you guys ready? Sure. All sure. right. Mad Libs. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get Mad Libs. Oh, God bless Mad Libs. Oh, let's play some more of that Price is Right music just for fun. Uh... <laughs> All right, so uh, we'll start. We'll, we'll just go alphabetically tonight. Joe, I need a verb, sir. Uh, run, run, and Michelle, I need a city. A city. Um, Scranton. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and uh, Miles, I need the name of a conservative. Last name of a conservative. Let's go with Kushner. Kush. Uh, Joe, on uh, a full name of a conservative. Um, let's see. Sean Hannity. Seen Hannity. Old Slanthead. Slanthead. The best thing that... Uh, Ed Schultz left us. Uh, <laughs> God. Michelle, I need a verb ending in ing. Don't be shy. Puke. Um, Puke. Puking? Uh, 
puking, yes. All right. Miles, also a verb ending in ing. Mmm. Sucking. Yeah. And. Joe, an adverb. Bluntly. All right. Michelle, an adjective. An adjective. Um. Cadaverous. Cadaverous. Miles, I need a verb past tense, please. Um. L- landed. Landed. All right, and moving on to our last one here. Um, Joe, I need a type of metal. Mercury. All right. <laughs> and you know, if I would have been asked that question, I would have said the only kind of metal, heavy. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Michelle, a type of appliance. Oh, we're back to the Price is Right all over again. Personal massager. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I laughed like Miles with that one. Uh, oh shit. <laughs> Miles, a type of liquid. Let's, uh... Let's go with semen. Why not? Why not? <laughs> should we go with semen, or should we come with semen? I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, so. <laughs> uh Joe, uh, a number. 24 is the biggest number. 24 is the biggest number! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Michelle, an adverb. Oh, an adverb. Um. Daintily. All right. And Miles, I need a part of the body. Oh, I know that part's been taken already. Let's go with anus. Uh, Joe, a type of tool. Uh, an axe. Axe. And Michelle, something sticky. Santorum. (laughs) Oh, yes. All right, Joe, you get the last one. And that's a noun. Um, a noun. Money. Money. Okay, here we go, everybody. These are the most Thanksgiving-themed ones I could find. Uh, this first one goes out to Rain and Bob, since they're traveling for the holidays. And this one is hotel and plane reservations. See? A lot of people travel on, on the holidays. Thanksgiving is no exception to that rule. So I thought, why not pick hotel and reservation and plane reservations for uh, for ten, uh, our, our Thanksgiving Eve Eve special? 
So here we go. Before you take off on the vacation of your dreams, make sure you have a confirmed uh, have confirmed hotel earbuds in your hot little presidential mushroom. Hmm. <laughs> Not tickets in your hot little hand. <laughs> <laughs> Do they make earbuds that small? Um, does it have two holes? Uh, remember, without a hotel reservation, any city can be your worst Kool-Aid come true. You can end up puking on a sidewalk or sleeping on a park Lego wall kit. And catching spaghetti noodles. And catching a spaghetti noodles. Spaghetti noodle should be singular, like a cold. Um, and don't forget, airplane reservations are equally tricky. At least 72 hours prior to sucking, call the airline ticket you'll log and confirm that you have a sickle assignment. This is the best time to specify if you want an aisle shovel or a hoe seat. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and oh in the event there is a cadaver there is cadaverous weather on the day you fly it's an oral idea to confirm your shopping mall before leaving for the beat <laughs> also make sure every piece of luggage 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 has a pickle attached with your name address and phone gravy written bluntly or it can get landed <laughs> yeah. A pickle. Yeah. Your foam gravy. Uh, all right. Here we go. I was kind of foreshadowing this one. The big game. Everybody watches football. A lot of people watch football on Thanksgiving. So this is the big game. And uh, uh, instructions for this. To be read with great enthusiasm. Hello there, sports penises. This is Sean Hannity talking to you from the press feces in Kushner Stadium, where 57,000 cheering spoons, serving spoons, have gathered to watch the Finland Leaves take on the Scranton Couches. <laughs> Even though the horse piss is shining, it's a swollen cold day with the temperature in the runny 20s. <laughs> a strong jello is blowing fiercely across the playing tiger that will definitely affect the passing rake. We'll be back for the opening runoff uh, 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 after a few words from our pus-filled sponsor. <laughs> it sounds like it's being on broadcast on Fox News then. Yeah. Alright, so I saved my favorite for last is since we've been doing the Sears Wish Book stuff. This is Pages from a Martian Gift Catalog. <laughs> oh boy. And, and by far, this one has the raunchiest words in it. <laughs> Here you go. Here's a really flaccid bargain in solid mercury pies. In solid mercury pies. Here's a really flaccid bargain in solid mercury pies. These handsome but magical gifts can be used to hold down your personal massager while you're having your morning cup of semen. Latte! <laughs> 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 
Uh, yeah, there we go. Latte. Uh, <laughs> uh, guaranteed for 24 eons and only 14 poops each. Here you go. Uh, dress up your rutabaga room with one of these folding footballs. Comes with white enamel apples and uh, is delivered daintily by Arcturian Express. Completely assembled except for the anus rests, which is easily <laughs> installed with an axe and some Santorum. <laughs> 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 you know, everybody has those lying around in your uh, toolbox. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah. A most welcome gift for the money season that will bring hours of happiness to you and your smelly little pythons. There you go. So, oh pages from a Martian gift catalog. So, yeah, there we go. That's the most Thanksgiving Mad Libs I could find for everybody. Uh, God damn it. Don't buy any of that shit. <laughs> uh, but, you know, hey, if you need to install those anus rests, be sure you have an axe and some Santorum because that sounds safe and sanitary. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> Put down some oh, newspaper. Yeah. Put down some newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put down some wax paper. A tarp. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Like well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wax paper. All right, we are at the <laughs> end of our show here, and I hope everybody had a good time. I needed to to distance myself from uh, uh, the presidential mushroom as much as I could tonight. But thanks to Miles, I it was brought a little bit closer than I had intended. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, uh -huh. thanks, buddy. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, let's go ahead and wrap things up. Uh, Miles, we'll let you go first with your parting shot. We'll go reverse alphabetical order. What do you got, sir? Um, just uh, be safe, everyone. Uh, have an excellent holiday. Um, you know, uh, be be that blue wave got bigger as the time went by, and enjoy it. It's it's gonna January third is the kickoff day. So woo. That's uh cannot wait. Let's hope for some fun. Right around the corner. Right around the mother loving corner. So I'm looking forward Indeed. to that. Um and uh Michelle, what is your parting shot? Well, <clears throat> I don't have anything about politics or anything like that, but um a good a good uh if you want to watch a fun little holiday movie some sometime that's just plain goofy and fun mm -hmm. and and it's a horror movie. It's called a Christmas horror movie. I think it was called. Was that the right one? Yeah, it's called a Christmas Horror Story. Cool. And it has William Shatner in it, so it is Ooh. absolutely fun to watch. And I think it might be on still be on Netflix. What so. what era was this from? Seventies, eighties? No, 90s? it's a new one, two thousand fifteen. Really? And and I, I will say that that Santa is involved in a, a zombie elf apocalypse. So it oh, is a very cool little See, movie. now that's fun. That's fun. Yes. And Susan has been uh, binging on the Rankin Bass specials on YouTube. A lot of them are out there. So Yeah, they're amazing stuff. Uh, we love that. So all right. It sounds good. And Joe Joe, what do you got? Uh well, just happy Thanksgiving to everybody. And uh please don't eat the yellow jello. 
Yeah. Oh, God. Don't drink the hot horse piss either. Drink the hot Dr. Pepper. <laughs> no. So. No, no. <laughs> uh, anything else, Joe? No, that's it. All Have right. A nice Thanksgiving. All Enjoy. right, thank thank you again, Miles and Michelle, for subbing this week for uh, 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 those other two people who were usually on the show, Bob and Rain. Uh, <laughs> Not a problem. And uh, and of course, I apologize because we didn't announce it last Friday because we were just talking away to Rain and Bob, and they never brought up that they're off this week, and I just like you know. Uh, and and I was like, yeah, it would have been nice to let everybody know that you guys are filling in. <laughs> so my apologies. But they'll be back with us on Friday, and we're going to have a lot more fun. We're going to play the game again, look for another contestant uh, for uh, what the hell is that bleeping price. I just don't feel right swearing this close to a holiday for some reason. I don't know. I, am I getting just old and soft now that I'm, I'm like watching my P's and Q's? What's going on? Is it the spirit of Thanksgiving that's infested my soul? Whatever. We'll be back on Friday. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and of course, thank you, Joe, for being here this week, too. Uh, I know it's, it's uh, you know, a busy time for everybody, but I appreciate all of you taking the time out and everybody for listening. We're going to have some more fun. We will talk a little politics, but not a ton because it just isn't worth it. There's a lot enough stress going on through the holidays. We should be taking a little bit of time off to clear our mental state. And uh, I don't know, maybe we'll do open phones for the first couple hours and see how everybody's Thanksgiving was. Uh, and see what your plans are going into the Christmas and New Year's season, or Hanukkah as well, whatever. So, or nothing. Festivus, I don't care. Um, but anyway, uh, we'll uh, see everybody on Friday. Have a lovely evening, and we'll see you in the funny PayPals. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you! Good night, Lawrence! <laughs> That's it! <laughs> Every single butterball turkey in, sold in the United States of America has been sacrificed to Satan. Let me repeat that. Every single solitary butterball turkey in the United States of America has been sacrificed to Satan. As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly.